fucking poser. Only posers die, you fucking idiot! <laughs> now what we can do for a friend? <laughs> Please wake up now! <laughs> Please, I'm sorry! I wasn't ready for this! <laughs> I wasn't ready! I was gonna do this all crazy like I usually do, like in GarageBand where I record the Skype call through the computer, but I'm having like technical difficulties hearing your end. It records your end, but I can't hear it through the headphones. So we're just gonna do this old school speakerphone through my iPhone and my Blue Yeti. Let's do the podcast right now. Are you down? Wanna do the, bar- the podcast all get us though? I'm down. Dude, well, I'm recording right now, so dude, okay. Nod Squad, I've been gone for fucking three weeks, and uh, I'm back. So, uh, all right, wait, we need an alias for you. Uh, what was is we're gonna call you Gutter? Just call me Happy. Just call me Happy. This guy, he wants to be called Happy. All right, well, I'm not gonna say his name, but his alias is Happy. He's a very good friend of mine, and uh, he's been wanting to be getting on the podcast for a while, and. Uh, uh, Dude, I've been so fucking busy, dude. I, I get to keeping myself out of jail. But finally, I saw he posted on Facebook something, and I just decided to reach out to him because we, you know, catch up on each other's life and whatnot. So, uh, so what do you what do you want to start delving into? Like you were talking about so many things just now. Like I don't even know where to begin with you. Let's just fucking start with where you are. Like want to talk right now? Just say, let it flow. All right, R- right now, fucking. Uh been dealing with the fucking depths of addiction, you know, fucking, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I did some fucking, uh, I, I, I slammed some coke, I, 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 I fucked around a little bit, fucking, uh, found a new vein, you know, fucking, but, uh, I, I've, uh, I've just been, I've been in the depths of fucking heroin all around me, people, fucking getting off of heroin, fucking people trying to stay clean, like all this shit that I, I, I did my best to help them and they fucking stay clean, which their own fucking parents buying. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So check this out. Check this out. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, you're, you're, are you, you're staying with your parents, right? Or I live in my own studio. I have my own studio. Okay, you have your own separate studio, like in the back, and uh, you uh, have had multiple friends come over, and you've weaned them off of heroin. You've kept them there. Got them off of heroin. They they use Wtex to uh, get rid of the of course. withdrawals, and then yeah, and then one you switch. Of them woke me up seven times in one night to get Xanax off me because I have uh, I have an, uh, I have a quantity of Xanax that 
they wanted and I told them I didn't have enough and they woke me up seven times in one night just so that they could fucking fall asleep. And you know what I had to say is say, no, you can't have my fucking Xanax. You have to fucking pass out because I've already given you two. I've already given you two. I can't give you three every night. And it's, it's, uh, they, they have to have a certain amount of drugs or else they'll fucking go crazy on me. And, uh, I, I, I've tried my fucking hardest, man, to help them. And one of them, I just couldn't help anymore. And they fucking thrashed my house. They ripped what? my fucking, they, they trashed it. What even the fucking bowls and fuck? fucking food and all this shit everywhere. And it's just like, I, I, I can't help. They leave Ugh. the lights on, the heat on, the fucking everything. Like, I couldn't help them anymore. Oh. And, uh had to kick them out. They were staying with me for two months. They were clean. Two months? Two fucking months, man. Dude, you need, like, fucking at the most two weeks. Yeah, they're telling me after they they stay, they stay for a month, and then they leave for fucking two weeks. And then they... They, they uh, come back strung out. Those two weeks, and of course. they come back. Yeah. They're full-blown withdrawals, and they're freaking the fuck out. And I have to fucking get them straight, so I give them some subs, and they fucking feel they they, uh, they feel normal. Uh, and then I give them Jesus. a little bit of Xanax, and they're feeling better. And then they fucking start freaking out, and it makes me want to do a shot, and I can't handle that. Well, it's yeah, like, of course. My mom, my my mom catches them with a gram of heroin and point four of oh. fucking methamphetamine oh. in the trunk of my brother's car. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wait, they, he dropped it in the car? He, he forgot where he left it. Oh, he no. It in the trunk of my brother's car. Oh, no. He ripped the whole house apart. Looking for looking it? For it. <laughs> fucking search every fucking inch and cranny and no uh. whatever the Yeah, dude, who cares? And I'm like, no, I don't have it. I don't fucking have it. My mom has it. And fucking, he's freaking the fuck out. Like, give me my dope, give me my dope, give me my dope. And I'm like, no, you gotta fucking leave, dude. Get the fuck out of here. And he's like, he's he's Uh, saying, uh, I'm not being a good friend. I'm a fucking piece of shit. Like, all this. He's gonna say whatever he thinks he can say to get his shit out. He's on me like I'm being a bad person, man. Like, I'm fucking him over because I won't give him his dope. Even though I didn't find it, my mom fucking found it, man. Yeah, And what the fuck do I do in that situation? Well, you kick him the fuck out. You're a good friend, but, like, by having these people at your house going through withdrawals around you, it puts you at major risk for relapse. Even if not... I think I have a gram of heroin on me right now. Cause you... Because these mother, I, I, I let these friends of mine from high school come over, withdraw, get off of it, and fucking, oh, one of them fucking has a gram of heroin, and I find it, and I say, I'm not giving this to you, and he says, all right, I understand, you fucking help me get clean, I'm like, seven days clean, all right, you can have it, it's yours, do whatever you want with it, and I'm like, I don't want it, and what am like, the heroin addict inside me is saying, yes, I want it, I fucking really want it, I want this more than anything, 
but hand do it because I know if I do it, I will die. Not right then, not right there, but eventually I will fucking die from that shit if I keep yeah. doing it. Yeah, me so, too. I just hold on to it, and it's that reminder, and it smells so fucking good. You have no idea the vinegar smell, that fucking amazing. Like, Why do you gotta talk so detailed, like triggering me? So <laughs> Trigger warning. Yeah, dude, you you when you talk like that, trigger the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah, and it's nothing compared to Jordan when I used to fucking put. Uh, a 70 cc shot into my arm and fucking go oh amazing <laughs> fucking Fuck. I loved a lot and so much and then oh fucking, dude that was the was first just, uh, it's so hard like, like, if, like if it was Dilaudin instead of heroin I would be doing that Dilaudin until I was dead yeah, dude. So sad. Oh, dude. When I had surgery for my ball cancer, they were putting liquid Dilaudid in my IV. And I was like, oh, this is the solution to all my sadness and stress for getting yeah. cancer. This is my solution. So then when I left, I was like, oxied out. Oh, dude, it was bad. Oh. But liquid Dilaudid straight in my IV. That's basically shooting up. You know, it's, a need, it's going through yeah. liquid and a needle in your hand. It's better, it was like, than, heroin. Oh. It's better than heroin, man. No, what I liked like was, no, 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 you mixed it. I would mix oxy and Dilaudid. That was my best combo, but I didn't always get to do it. But when I did, oh, I would snort it, though. I would snort an 80, not an 80, probably a 40, half an 80 of uh, Oxy, and then I'd do like a D4 or D D8, snort it that Dilaudid, and oh. See, the D8s oh. were all I was after. The D4s, because, I liked them, but they weren't. Yeah, but I, they of course not. No. Well, you could slam them, too. Like you could just cook them up and slam those things. I don't care about anything else but this love, this fucking feeling. I felt loved for the first time in my life, man. That's like getting hugged I by an angel. feeling like I was warm, wrapped in a warm blanket in that rush. Oh, that's so cliche. So better. So much better than a warm blanket, dude. It is so much better. <laughs> no, it's like a warm blanket that you're, in, that you're feeling that high from. Like, that warm blanket Ugh. on top of you. Triggered. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you trigger the fuck out of me when you talk when you romanticize it like I'm that. Sorry, dude. I just I, I, I love it, but I hate it. Yeah, but it's so detrimental to my body. It's what's gonna kill me yeah. one of these days, you know, man. Like, you might go to my funeral, and that's because I I did too many. I just yeah. Like, who's gonna tell me if you die? That's what I want to know. So I can be at your funeral because you're fucking talking like this about dope and you're sitting on it right now. You understand if that were me, I wouldn't be talking about, oh, I want to do it so bad. I would have already done it and have been like acting like I haven't done it. <laughs> like I'm clean, you guys. I swear. I swear I'm clean. I'm able to take a step back from it. I'm able to. That's good. For I could do that when I was on drug court. I did that great when I was on drug court. I would, you know what I, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Like the way I would do it is like when I was on drug court, I would put it in a lockbox and lock it in my storage unit. So that way at night, cause I think I got my worst cravings at night cause I'd be sitting in my room alone or whatever. And uh, storage closes at 5 p.m. So I was like, well, I can't do any cause I can't, I was like, sometimes I thought about breaking into storage, but I wasn't that crazy. But yeah, dude, fuck, oh, dude. A friend of mine 
my gut sends the seven years like for what down the street for me for what for trafficking heroin and cocaine uh, my main dealer seven years and he he fucked up he, oh. he 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 was like such a bad place that his his uh his old lady fucking straight up she, oh, she couldn't god. take care of the kids so they let him out of jail to take care of the kids oh, god. so far he hasn't sold a drug after after he got out he hasn't sold a single drug yeah good he, he fucking he straightened his life out i respect the fuck out of him for that but it's like at the same time there are five other people who popped up and took his place no shit. There's always going to be. That's the thing. You can't win this war. <laughs> There's money There's behind no it. Winning the war, man. No, they, even I mean, the fucking like, DEA really will tell you that. DEA won't. That's job security for those fuckers. Dude, no, they're, they're not. They don't, that's not their intention, dude. That's not. I mean, that's it's what they say. Up, man. It is super fucked up. It's like. The worst thing I've ever seen in my life is this war on drugs that fucking... Oh, well... We're gonna take down one dealer, and that's gonna be the end of it. No, uh -uh. there's fucking five dealers who pop up, and they're placed just to fucking... Just because. Like, Not just because it's all about money. Everything in this country is run on money. Every decision is made on money, dude. It's fucked. Even my dumb podcast. I don't make shit off this, but if I could make money off of it, I would do <laughs> Fuck. Everything's about I money. I hear you. I mean, we're fuck, like, I, we, may be, we may be some addicts, but we're some hustlers too, dude. I'll fucking find exactly. a way to get by. I, I don't give a fuck. I got shitload of debt, but what the fuck, you know? Whatever, dude. Like, yeah, dude. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the it's the worst, dude. And this is what I wanted to tell you is, dude. I know for a fact, and I can explain why in different factions. But there is a lot of fentanyl that just swept through this town and flooded this town. There's and just pure powdered fentanyl. It's not it's not drugs laced with fentanyl. It's just fentanyl, and it's dealers who have dope. But they also have fentanyl. So you know some of these people. I know, I know a lot of my dealers. They do drugs. Some of them just do meth. Some of them do dope and meth. And they'll fucking... Have you heard of Blanca? Yeah, it used to be called Spice though, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's Why worse, they... man. It's worse than it Spice? K2? It's a zombie drug. Uh, what, the dude ate the face off of the bum in Florida or whatever. He was on that shit. Yeah, man, it's bad. Yeah. Is, yeah, but dude, no, no, dude. I'm saying there's, dude, it, this this sober living uh, in, like, right, you know, in my town, every single person in the sober living tested dirty for fentanyl. I guess they were smoking it or some shit. But no, uh, it's, it, it, dude, the, it, I thought, oh man, 2019. I mean, it's going to be good for me because I'm not, I'm not fucking, dude, that was my sign. Like, dude, I'm not fucking around anymore. 
anymore. Because I know the bodies are going to pile up this year. The bodies are going to fucking pile up this year when I see... Dude, I went over to some wrong person's house, a friend who I shouldn't have gone over to, and this one dude just got this big... I thought it was coke at first. I was like... And he's like, they were doing coke? But then right next to the coke was a bag of fucking fentanyl. I was like, I got to go. I'll see you guys later. And they were like, don't mix up the fentanyl. Dude, they could have accidentally snorted the fentanyl instead of the coke, dude. Oh. And then I'm just oh hearing God, about. That's an instant death sentence right there. I'm dude. seeing, uh, yeah, dude. That's like death sentence. Everybody. Fentanyl instead of coke, and you're dead. Yeah, you're pretty much dead. Uh, unless you got Narcan on hand, but even then, the Narcan might even might not even be enough for some of these fuckers, dude. But yeah, the, dude, just be fucking careful. I think even this year, I even think the tar uh, is gonna have fentanyl in it this year. I think that that's what's oh, coming definitely. here. It's more than a chance when there's pure fentanyl floating around. Multiple multiple people have it right now, dude. It's fucked. And and not only that, I mean, they're going to get fucked if they get caught with that because that's not just heroin. That's fentanyl. That's where, like, the judges look at that differently because they know that's where the overdoses are coming from. So they're going to give them extra fucking time. You guys are fucking crazy out there, guys. You just be fucking careful, dude. I'm just saying, like, you want to do you. I'm not telling you do drugs or not do drugs, because even if I tell you not to do drugs, you're going to probably do them anyway. I'd rather you didn't, but, and I'm never trying to, like, make this podcast glamorize drug use. I'm just showing a spotlight on this fucking, I'm peeling the curtain back on what the fuck is going on in this country, because it kind of needs to be fucking known. I mean, I'm not trying to snitch and say so-and-so is so-and-so, but there's a lot of fentanyl. I'm just saying, there's a lot of fentanyl out there, so be fucking careful if you do drugs or whatever the fuck you do. I don't want people going to jail. Jail is not going to help anybody. Jail is just college, criminal college. You just talk to other criminals, and you talk, and they teach you other ways to fucking commit different crimes is all and then you just you learn how to fucking commit five different fucking like you know credit card schemes and shit in jail you get out knowing more about breaking the law eat in better ways it's so fucked dude oh yeah dude george jung george jung went into L- went into jail fucking um uh doctorate in, or uh uh something in in marijuana and came out a doctor in heroin or uh, cocaine. Oh, dude. He yeah. Used to import so much cocaine for Pablo Escobar. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. No. Yeah, but that gets yeah, that's an importer exporter. I'm talking, about, dude. I've known people who went into jail cocaine addicts, and then they came out of jail heroin addicts because there was heroin even in the jail. You can't fucking keep shit even out of your own jail, America. You fuck. You guys are fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. It's and and there's just more and more fucking bodies, dude. So yeah, this year I was like I got to get clean, dude, cuz I I don't even know how I'm alive. I fucking don't even know how the fuck I'm yeah. alive. I sh- like uh, that Narcan you told me about that how yeah. had the Narcan you man like four times in a row, dude. Four times in a row, bro. I still have the bottles of naloxone. I look at them sometimes. It's like a memento to remind me, like, dude, this, this, dude, it's fucked up. And dude, but I fucking, I can't, I, I have to even, I still have to explain to fucking the Nod Squad out there 
how I sprained my wrist, I oh, like I get these night terrors, and in the night, like I'll be dreaming. But like I used to get these dreams, like these using dreams, and I'd be like, you know, cooking up, and I'd be fucking sucking it up through the cotton, and then right when the needle's about to go in my vein, and I'm gonna like, uh, right before the needle pokes through my arm, I wake up, and I'm like, damn it, <laughs> that was a free, that was a dream, that was a free lapse. I could have gotten away with that. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, fucked man, up. I had a dream the other night that I was uh, slamming glass, but it was. Like I had, it was one of those night. It was a nightmare, not a dream. That's what I'm saying, dude. No, I was getting these dreams where, like, now I don't get those kind of dreams where now I get dreams where I do it, push the needle in, and it goes to the like, you know, the second part of, and then I overdose and I'm dead, and then I wake up, I thinking I'm dead for like 30 seconds or minutes. I'm like, am I dead? Am I dead? Is it like what the fuck? Like they're so real and vivid, and um, this last one. It was like that, a night terror, but it was also like sleep paralysis, you know? And I woke up on the floor. I woke up on the floor. I must have fallen out of my bed while I was asleep. But it's not like I was awake to cushion my fall, so I fell like on my face. And I fell on my fucking wrist. Fucked it all up. And, uh, and I fucking woke up on the floor and I couldn't move. And then uh, I have hardwood floors too, so it... <laughs> It kind of hurt, dude. I, uh, my arm, my arm, like, um, got all swollen, like fucking. It got pretty swollen, and then I had to like, I had to like fucking, you know, put it in a sling. I I went to the ER for New Year's Eve, you know. Uh, oh, hold on, I gotta get a fucking charger for the phone. God damn it. No, I'm right next to me. This Blue Yeti picks up everything. Technical difficulties when I'm not uh, taking live calls the way I usually do, professional style. But, dude, I'm a, reco I'm a recovering heroin addict. What do you expect from me? And this is like technical shit. Just the fact that I even have equipment at all and didn't pawn it all off is a miracle in itself. All right, I think we're back. Hold on. Damn it, I wish I had gotten some Starbucks. I know, but you, this is the thing you trigger the fuck out of me sometimes and you have a lot of drugs. So that's fucking the scary thing. And I, I can't fuck up my sobriety again. Cause like there's things I've, there's opportunities I got going up for me now that I don't want to lose. Like there's this one girl out there and she knows who she is. I'm not going to say her name, but I fucking uh, love this girl a lot. And she fuck, like I could have, I could have already fucking probably, you know, made like something with her, like, like a relationship, but I fucked it off when I had relapsed last time, but she's still in my life and she still see, like sees me. But, you know, I got to get, you know, good enough, good amount of clean time if I want another you know, opportunity like that with her. So, and she's always got my back. It's like, dude, you meet, you meet girls that like, you know, they're hot, but they're just like, they cause you nothing but problems and they're crazy and blah, blah, blah. And it's all about you having to like help them. And it's just like exhausting and draining and it sucks. But this one, like we help each other. It's fucking weird. So, and she's fine as fuck too. 
So it's like, check this out, dude. Damn, check I like this it. Out. The second chick I ever fucked in my life was the first girl who gave me a needle and fucking she fucked weed. Ooh. Fucking that's all we did, and it was uh, it was horrible. Like it was yeah, great sex and all that, but it, like horrible for me. Because you couldn't bust. Like, Oh, that I couldn't. Oh, dude, I'd be watching porn and having sex, and I couldn't bust. And I'd be like, and the girl would be like, "Dude, I'm gonna, I'm can't walk. <laughs> I, I can't fucking bust." I'd get so mad, dude. I would just give up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Try pissed. subs, dude. Subs make it so you can't bust at all. Ugh. Like, Ugh. You cannot. <laughs> So wait, you're on subs right now too. So how many milligrams? Yeah. Are su- so what do you think? I I was able when I don't take my subs, I bust in thirty seconds. But when I fucking do take my subs, it's two hours. Yeah. What the fuck? You get off opiates and then you have no stamina. It's like thirty seconds is even like. I was like, dude, that's pretty long. <laughs> it like when you get off, but then and then you got to work your stamina back up. But then when you're on opiates, yeah. you just can't bust at all. Yeah. It's it's never a perfect medium. It's never. It's either one extreme or the other. It was fucked. <sighs> oh, dude, what what about that dude you were saying that robbed was like robbing a bank or something that you knew? Well, there was this one dude who fucking told me that he robbed a pharmacy. And then he, uh, he, he was like, no, I didn't really rob a pharmacy. I... Uh, I just took the pills that were supposed to be delivered there, and he fucking... He robbed the shipment. It was all bullshit, but it's basically like he just wanted to sound cool, like, to rob a pharmacy. He didn't roll up with a a gun and say, give me all your pills. He found a shipping package that had the pills in it, and he stole it. And he probably didn't... Pretty much, yeah. So he didn't rob... Robbing involves walking up to someone and being like, hey, give me that or I'm going to be like hurt you, you know? And it usually involves a gun or a knife, you know? That's what yeah. robbing is. So, you know, he, he stole, he, he stole. Something that was supposed to be meant for a lab, and he took it. Where did he find it? Where did he find it? Where did he find it? He was delivering it to a drug company. Oh, for his job? And Oh, what a fucking thug, dude. He's fucking working for your dad and he stole... No, you didn't rob shit. You stole something from your dad's job. You... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and then he tried to be a wannabe thug about it and then fucking, like... If he he said that shit in jail, he... He wouldn't. He wouldn't get beat up. At, at he may get beat up, but at the very least, people would think he was just fake as fuck, and they would just clown him. <sighs> yeah, he he went into jail with a broken arm after a DUI, and no one fucked with him. But it was like if they would have known who he was, they would have. Well, he probably but, fucking did, you know. He probably kept it to himself. But like, dude, slow jail is fucking kitty park land, dude. It ain't shit, dude. I mean. Yeah, it sucks, but dude, I've seen some fights at slow. Actually, I've seen a few fights. We, I. Uh, That's the thing. I've never been charged with anything. Yeah, jail, dude. You don't want to go to jail. Though the thing is, I, I got a lot of good jail stories. But the thing is, the thing that sucks about jail the most is when you get out, is trying to get a job. Like you know, every it's so fucks because everyone's like thinks it's like, 
people think it's cool that you go to jail like oh wow that's hardcore but the thing is is like then other people look at you the opposite way like ugh you've been to jail uh for what ugh i don't think we can trust you to work here and it's like ugh. that's what's like dude why are you guys going to make it so fucking hard for people to stop breaking bad and and go clean like we're trying to like stop living a life of crime and then you make it harder for us to get opportunities to get jobs that don't suck for us to like get out of crime. So what do you think people are going to fall back into dealing dope or doing whatever the fuck they're doing? No, well, no, it's exactly what it is. But it's just like, it, it, but but the but the problem persists and continues, and no one seems to want to do anything about it they'll have these magical you know lie remedies snake oil bullshit that they th they're gonna think is gonna band-aid this fucking problem it's like dude no you guys aren't fixing shit out here if you politicians are listening you're not fixing shit out in these streets that i'm walking around in i don't i mean it's the same as it was for since i've known it to be since I've been here in the world existing, you know, since I had this consciousness about your fucking institutions. Ugh, it pisses me off. It's, it's, bad, man. it's a revolving fucking door that like everyone has either been through or not everyone, but a, a lot of fucking, people, a lot you of know people. someone who has, or you, your fucking family has, or it's, it's really <sighs> sad, man. It's, it's crazy. It's a fucked up situation. But, that, like, I mean, I'm pretty... Uh, the fucked up thing about it is I've never been more optimistic about where my life is now. It's like, I see that shit for what it is. It's all bullshit, dude. Like, they... they it's almost like they're doing both things at the same time. They're allowing drugs to come in our country, you know, or they're doing such a shitty job at controlling, you know, drugs coming in our country. And then at the same time locking us up because they're doing a shitty job keeping drugs off the streets. It's like, Guess what the, the most fuck? The most drug in prison is... Seroquel. Like, Seroquel. No, Subutex. Well, maybe in this it's jail. Maybe in this... In not, not in LA. In Twin Towers, it's, it's all Seroquel. Well, Seroquel all day. The U.S. Day. federal prison system, they put Suboxone strips under fucking... Uh, under uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, post stamps. Post stamps. They put stuff strips under post stamps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy cards. Anyone who doesn't have a tolerance to opiates, they fucking, you take like a quarter of a strip, and you're fucking high for like a day and a half. It's fucking, it's like drowsy high. You don't have a tolerance, but you have a really high tolerance. It's a drowsy high. Just get you well, yeah, you can shoot them up too, apparently. And needles in jail, man, fucking, like, you you got a 50-50 chance of getting hep C or AIDS. Like, it's fucking sad. No, I don't know about that, dude. I don't know. You're probably more likely to get staff in jail than hep C or AIDS, bro. You can, but it's not that. It's not 50-50. Was he in jail? Oh, check this out. He went, he got into uh, three fuck. fucking car accidents where he was drunk 
and the driver at the, like, he did it three times. Fucking, the first one, he went in, he did his time, he got out. Fucking second one, he fucking crashed a car, killed two people. Fucking, he got sent to the hospital. He had fucking major damage to his uh, uh, vital organs. Better give him a, a blood transfusion. Check out what they fucking gave him with that blood transfusion. Hepatitis C. He got hepatitis C in a hospital. Fucking, uh, he got out, was fucking all right, and then he had to go back into jail. Fucking, God, while he was in jail, he was in the hospital wing most of the time. But he was so sick that he couldn't be transferred to general pop. And then he fucking Ugh. got out, got put on bail, fucked up his fucking... They gave him, he could have started a lawsuit, dude. He went back into prison and oh, fucking God, in the hospital wing for all the time. He was in prison for the third time. What the and, fuck? Uh, yeah, he died from getting a blood transfusion in a hospital that had hefty tainted blood. And he fucking he in the uh, very last check this out. He stopped taking his hefty meds. It fucking fries his uh liver or kidneys, I don't remember which hep C fucks up. Is it your liver? I think it's your liver. Yeah, hep C fucks up your liver bad. Yeah, okay. So uh, it can. went out so bad oh, that, he had, that he started hallucinating. What? He started down naked, started walking down the stairs in my what? house, fucking butt-ass naked, started shitting everywhere. What the fuck? My dad's like, I've cleaned up baby shit, I've cleaned up my kid shit, I've cleaned up my, my wife's shit, but I've never had to clean up an adult shit and fucking like... What the uh, fuck? Two weeks, two weeks after that, bro, fucking my uncle was in a helicopter headed to LC, uh, uh, US, uh. UCLA, UCLA, fucking, he was on his way to UCLA. And he died in the hospital from a fucking... Oh, they, my they God. and fucking shoved it up one of his veins. Oh! You know, he was doing oh, no! And, and, and one of the veins oh. fucking uh, hemorrhage. And he fled oh. out in front of my dad. Fuck! And he my dad for the rest of his fucking Fuck. life, dude. He watched my fucking uncle bleed out in front of him. Oh! Come on. After getting hep C. Like, fuck. And he used to sell heroin. He was a pimp. He did a lot of bad shit. Oh, yeah. I hung out. I've hung out with pimps, but we got to talk about that another day. (laughs) Fuck. That's fucked up, though. Like, my dad watched his brother die. Yeah, that'll fuck you up. But, ugh. It it was horrible. Ugh, that made my arm hurt. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe Fuck. anything worse than fucking watching your own brother fucking exsanguinate. Ex- I think that's the name of it. Bleeding to death uh, in front of you. It's fucking uh, bad, man. I know what's worse: getting eaten alive by a bear. That would be oh, worse. Dude. Because bears, be, dude, bears don't. Dude, bears don't kill their prey. They just start eating you alive. And I heard they start with the asshole. So they eat you asshole first. And you got nothing you can do about it. And it's slow and painful and you're scared and you're screaming and you're just... Oh, it's a... Are you there? Fuck, man. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. 
Yeah, dude. Ugh. I saw footage of these bodies of these dudes who were eaten by bears, and I was just like, fuck that, dude. There's a documentary where a guy got eaten alive by... Oh, fuck. I, that's not about drugs. That's not about drugs, though, so I can't... We gotta get back. I can handle someone getting their head cut off by a chainsaw, but when it comes down to being eaten slowly and shit like that... Like, uh, alive! I'd rather... Like I'd rather be hung. I'd rather be drowned. I'd rather have my throat slit. And those are ways I don't want to go either. That would fucking be not fun either. Like... You see, we were talking about something like two, no, like four months ago. We were talking about how lethal injection, how bad that hurts. Yeah, it burns your veins, apparently. I heard that the the chemicals they use for when they, (coughs) when they, prisons, they kill someone by lethal injection. That shit burns your veins, like, worse than, like, shooting meth. (coughs) You know? It's bad. The way I was thinking about it was that, yeah, lethal injection ain't too bad, but then when I heard about, like, my uncle, I told you about how my uncle killed himself fucking because he couldn't be legally euthanized. My uncle killed himself, too. I didn't know your uncle also killed himself. My uncle blew his fucking head off, though, with, I think, a shotgun. Yeah, same with mine. Yeah, yeah same blew with his mine. fucking he fucking, head off. He tried everything. He did heroin. He did fucking the water. He did fentanyl. Nothing <sighs> to touch the pain. And he just, one day, he fucking signed his will over. Gave all, he had 90 acres out in Pozo. Signed it out to my fucking cousin. And uh, told his family, yeah, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow. Everyone except my mom. And uh, everyone who was there up in Oregon, he signed all his shit away. Wow. And then he fucking got really high. And then he took a shotgun, put it up to his fucking neck, and fucking right under his chin, pulled the trigger, and fucking blew his scalp out. Like fucking, he went, he fucking killed himself. And he signed up to be euthanized, but he wasn't terminally ill, so they wouldn't do it. It was fucking, uh, it was bad. Yeah, it's I really fucking bad. I, yeah, I uh my mom doesn't like to talk about it at all cuz it was my mom's brother. And uh Yeah, it was my it's mom's brother. We got a lot of shit in common. <laughs> yeah, but wow. Yeah, we do have yeah, wow. You, right, fuck, dude. I I, to, check this out. Check this out. We need to do a fucking I have time off of school, time off of work. I'm going to come down. We're going to do a podcast together. I don't give a shit if you got yes. I don't give a shit about anything else. Me and you are doing a podcast together. Yeah, my license is still suspended for right, for right now. I got to go to the DMV tomorrow. We have chemistry. We're fucking good friends. And we both have been around. Even though you're older than me, you know that I've been through some I'm way fucking old. Dude, you're fucking youngin', dude, compared to me. I fucking see so much of like... I, I like I was in a different headspace. I wasn't fucking around with what I wasn't as deep into the fucking drug scene as you were that young, dude. So, I, dude, but you come from a crazy background, so you really have to watch your shit, dude. You got to be careful, dude. Like, I worry about you. I worry about you, man. Yeah, man, I've, I've been in a bad space right now. I dropped acid probably 30 times in the last month. Why? Because I wanted, I was working so much, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the fucking acid and molly, and I did it, and I Yeah, fucking that's a good combo. That's a good combo. You know what Candy flipping. Memory? 
What? It's it's fucking my memory is degraded and so fucking like disorientated. It's fucking so bad. It's yeah, it's and dude, ridiculous. you have a fucking family history of schizophrenia, and you're doing I that. You're it. fucking playing with fire, dude. Yeah, I mean, you're worried about. You're so worried about fucking overdosing on heroin. You're neglecting the fact that you could losing your mind is just as bad. You know, like what the fuck? Oh, dude, it's worse. It's worse. Uh, oh man, dude. I don't ever want to be like that. So then chill. Then sure. chill out. Chill, Winston. Chill, Winston. I'm, uh, I'm tired. I'm so tired. Of what, doing drugs? I would be too. Just everything. Well, other than weed, because weed is not really something that... Well, when you're coming down... Dude, when you're coming down on all the... When you're coming down on all the drugs you do, you don't even feel the weed. It just helps you feel less like shit. You know, it just just distracts you from like feeling like shit. That's all it does, dude. You know? Damn, I need to make some coffee. I wonder if there's coffee right, ready right now. Fuck. You're recording this, right? Yeah, dude. I'm recording it in Audacity. Oh, that's my go-to. If I need to just record on the fly right then, Audacity. But usually I'd like to hook it up and set things up. But, you know, if I got to get shit done, then I get shit done, and then I'll just transfer it over. I'm a fucking... So check this out. I listened to the first episode, episode of Non-Squad, and yeah. I fucking... You were on the I first episode. I do gotta say this. Like, the more people you interview, the better it's gonna be. Like, I think you're doing really fucking good right now with this. Like, just the more the more people that you have, like, showing their fucking, like, tr- like showing their bad experiences, yeah. their bad fucking, For like, real. not bad, but their experiences in life will fucking make your podcast better and better and better the more interviews you have on Yeah, the show. I know Even it. Inter- interviewing me right now, dude, like you're like I'm impressed by you, man. Right? Oh, well, I do my best, dude. Like I it, dude, it's not easy, dude, doing a podcast. Like it, the behind the scenes is like a fucking grind, but the thing is is like I I always am like conscious of like how do I want to structure this fucking podcast cuz I know part of it it's like I was going to do like a vlog, like, you know, I had this whole court case, right? And I was like, fuck, I got to get ready and like sign up for these programs where I'm going to jail. And like, I was going to vlog it, but dude, vlogging is so much fucking work and I'm not used to it. And it's like, it's a lot of editing. So I was just like, dude, I need to take a break from podcasting, keep myself out of jail. So like, you know, part of this podcast, I update people with the progress of my life. You know, I'm really fucking fresh and early in my recovery and I'm just getting clean. I like just have over 30 days. So it's like, I'm fucking now that I'm clean and I'm not like physically dependent on drugs. I'm like going through the pause and I'm trying to like rebuild my life and trying to get my legal situation under control. So I don't go to jail and doing court ordered bullshit programs and like, you know, I'm like, so I, I try to update people with my progress and then I, I interview people, but I haven't interviewed any big name guests yet. Like non squad. We, I've just been doing interviews with homies from the streets and our lives are just as interesting, if not more interesting 
than a lot of famous people. Let me let me suggest one interview you do. This guy, guy friend that I met, fucking he's a guy friend. He's been arrested for fucking armed robbery. At a That's what he's I done. All kinds of badass shit. Like not badass, but bad fucking shit. Like let's get him on the podcast. And honestly, I'm not. Are are you recording this? Yeah, I am. But is he clean? Is he clean uh, though? Okay, okay. But basically, me and him know Lucy, and um, it's uh, it's like no Lucy. Everyone knows you, Lucy. You need to hear some of his stories because this dude has been through the gutter. And you told me you're booked up for a month. What it's like in like two weeks? I bring him by for an interview. Well, let's do it over the phone. But first of all, let me come over. Let me come over first of all and do. A full podcast with you where me and you we we go we we talk about uh, all the stories. Besides this one, we like, got to talk about our heart. At- we got to do a heart attack episode, you and me, and you come over and we'll yeah, talk about yeah. the total times we've gotten heart attacks, but they're drug induced heart attacks from like cocaine and speedballs. Short heart attack. I can do a short heart attack. You've had more heart attacks than me, one. dude. Uh, I've had it. You well, really want to hear the heart attack story? No, I want to hear it when you're here in person. That's what I want to hear. Like this is just a fucking. This is our first like ep- like you like what I forgot to say is you were on episode one of Nod Squad. Oh, you're the person who called yeah, on the phone. I was. I and to that <clears throat> shit. I said, "Hey, can we talk about this?" And you're like, uh, "Everything you say can and will be used against you." And I'm like, uh, "Well, <laughs> then we'll talk about this later." <laughs> that was a like, joke. Dude, that was man. a joke, dude. And my funny. Oh, like, so funny. Dude, I'm fucking terrified of, of me doing this podcast. What are you talking about? Are you fucking tri- I trip out every day. Like, Dude, I have a three and a half hour episode where my co-host is on the run from probation and he's shooting up on the phone while I'm interviewing him over the phone. And I've been like fucking like back and forth. Like, should I release this? Should I not release this? Is this too much? Like, dude, this podcast is fucking pretty raw. And even me, even me, I'm like, dude, I don't know. This might be too much. So I had to take a step back. Check this out. I'm not going to lie to you. I shot up during this podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. No, I didn't do any heroin. Uh, I promise. I see, and heroin. now I'm uploading this, and the, and we got another one person shooting up over the phone. <laughs> uh, so I guess I have. I was to... on the phone with you, and I was like, you know what? I gotta do. I gotta do a shot. No, you know what's fucked up. You know what's even more fucked up is I have a recording in the vaults, and I'm talking to one of my friends, and he's just he's dope sick and strung out, and I do a shot of black. On the, the podcast, I don't say anything though. I don't say, "Hey, I'm doing a shot right now." I just like, I'm like, yeah, because he's still while he's telling a story, I'm like biting the belt, and I'm like, "What happened, dude?" And I I can't release that one yet. I don't know if I should. I gotta wait till I get like a year till I get a year clean. I'll release that one. But dude, I have so many recordings, I just can't release. I'm just like, fuck, this is too much. But I'll like when I get more clean time, I'll look back and be like, yeah, I'll release that because then I could be like, dude, I got a lot, a lot of clean time. Whatever, but dude, it, it's I get I don't want to trigger people if if it's like triggering people is that bad. Like I I don't want to be the reason someone went out and relapsed. You know, 
I feel like I feel like when I talk to you about my deepest, darkest, like shit about like the on and all this shit, I feel like I trigger you somewhat. And yeah, I but see, no, 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 no. But see, there's the thing, dude. I don't care. I I don't care if I get triggered. I get triggered, dude. I look at tr- being triggered a totally different way than mo- other people. Like, oh, this is, like, dude. If something triggers me, I'm not gonna blame whatever it was that triggered me. It's myself that caused the addiction to get triggered in the first place. So I have to learn how to fucking go about this, like, living and interacting in this world w- without triggers affecting me that as much as they sh- they do sometimes, you know. And so. I just find ways to get to, to control, like to get through it. Cause it's not like a craving or a trigger is not forever. It's like maybe 30 minutes, an hour for me. And then I get out of yeah, it and I feel it, better. Uh, it's intense for me. That trigger. Once it gets triggered, it's like, uh, it's like jump. Skip, jump, skip jump in my brain where it's like, I Ugh. fucking have to like, yeah. Cause I hear I you talk to. about it and you fucking dude, you, you What you do is you romanticize it in your mind way too much i know you do you should become a writer you should write a book because the way you talk about doing drugs oh it's so detailed (laughs) so detailed uh, it's fucked up but it's my favorite thing in the world it's fucked up i i I love it more than sex i love it more than everybody loves my mother i love it more than my you know who the most important person to me in the world was? My grandfather, who, who actually was like a part of the fucking, um, he was a part of the, of the uh, what's it called? The civil rights movement. He was part of that shit. Like, he, like, nothing compares to the way I feel about certain narcotics. And it's fucked up and it's horrible, but you know what? Like, that's just who I am. Like, I know more about drugs than I know about anything else. And I fucking hate it, but I love it at the same time because that's what I care about. Like, that's, I should be like a doctor, but I'm, I have too many problems. Yeah, I feel that. Well, I would be a doctor too, but I have a criminal record, so they would never fucking let me be a doctor. But here's the thing I don't, and I'm not, and, ah, fuck, man. Like, it's so, like, it's so, it's like a snake, right? It's like a two-headed snake. Like, if I go into that, it's like, it, it'll bite me and fuck with me. And it'll, like, it'll turn me into, it'll turn me back into what I was doing. And it's oh, like, dude, yeah. Person, oh, for real. Years ago, dude, like, I'm like I Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And I fucking do all this shit that it was just, like, I felt. I'm, I felt like I was a horrible person and I deserved to go to hell. But now I Ugh. fucking try to change my life. I don't know what it is. No, dude, but, I, I didn't realize I was a shitty person until I, it wore off. And then I was like, oh, wow, I really did all of that while I was fucked up. Wow, I really am a piece of shit. Like, I can't do that anymore because I go, I go fucking ape shit. I go, I'm a completely different fucking person when I'm high on that, on the fucking intravenous drugs, dude. It's fucked. It is fucked up. Can't, uh, I don't know, dude. <sighs> okay, so, dude, it's been 50 minutes. We got about 10 minutes left. You want to tell one really good story you might think of uh, right now? All right. I got one. 
All right, what? Well, I got three, but I'm going to pick one. Just a brief, a brief note on my heart attack. No, no, save, no, no, save the heart attack for when you're in here in person. Is that for a different one? Save when you come here, when you come here. And this is your, your bank your bank robbery dude. He's he. I'm down to record uh, one with him, but I, I don't know him, so I'm down to do it over the phone. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. I'd fuck, he wouldn't even come to your house. Like, yeah, do it over the phone. You know, we come to my house. You bring like a mic. Oh, I can bring I can bring a mic to your house. I could put yeah, this thing on the stand. You, you would love it. Yeah, I can I can take this mic off the the boom arm and put it on the stand. Uh, there's one that I don't even like talking about. But that's probably the best one. That's probably the best one. Is it dark? Is it a dark one? It's a bad one, dude. Like, well, it's something how that bad. I did that I feel bad about, but it's no chance in it coming back on me, so you know what I'll tell him. There's, wait, wait, wait. How bad is it, though, dude? Do you really want the whole world? This is going to be on the internet, my friend. I mean, I don't really you have... I, I a different one. I gotta there you go. Because there's the thing. I may have, you know, a small fan base of, like, 12 that listen to me and, and they love me. And I love my fans. If you listen, I love you. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm that big, but who knows? If Maybe. You, do me one favor, bro. What? Dude, I have to, I, pu- I gotta cut your. Can you, that, I, I almost died from when I was four years old. The very first time I got high. Four years up. old? You got high at four? Four, yeah. I drank two bottles of Dynatap because I thought it tasted good and it made me feel good. Wait, what is, okay. what What was it that Check you drank? What Was that alcohol? It had uh, DSM and it had, uh, oh. it had, uh, a little bit of codeine and then you robo tripped at four you robo tripped at four she kept the cough syrup in the fucking cabinet <laughs> the medicine cabinet and, and you're like this tastes good what the, the fuck and I downed two bottles of it, right? Why so did you? Up. That was the first time I ever got. What was it like? What did you? Were you tripping and balls? And down two bottles of it, and um, I started fucking nodding out, and I started fucking like tripping, and I was like, oh. dude, "What's going on? Oh, oh, oh it's wow. just, it's just feel good juice, and uh, it, it was, it was this awkward situation where I was high, but I didn't know what I was doing." And fucking my mom yeah. found me with two bottles of Domino's. Uh, 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 She's like, holy shit, you're gonna fucking die. Oh my so god. She took me to the hospital and they pumped me. They put charcoal. Oh. Charcoal. I had to throw it up, dude. Oh, so charcoal. Bad. Charcoal. <laughs> never fucking drink that if you have an option. I'd so, rather um, die. <laughs> I took I took enough Domino's to kill fucking a 40 year old man. And I was tripping balls uh, as a four-year-old. What the fuck? The first time I ever got high. Oh my god, dude! That you fucking nuts. Yeah. So I have been using since I was four years old. But anyway, I drank the Donatap because it tastes like fucking grape soda-ish. 
type of Ooh, thing. Ooh, I do like grape and soda. I, was, I loved it so much, and I, I'd feel good, and I'd drink more, and I'd drink more, and I'd drink more, and I'd drink two bottles, and then fucking, I just kept going and going, and then my my mom found me and started shaking me, and she said, what did you do? What did you do? Oh, and I said, I drank God. this. You said it was medicine, and she's like, fucking, she said, no, that's that's not medicine, that's poisonous if you take that much. And I was like, uh, what? I, I, it made me feel good. And it, it was, she started shaking me, and she took me to the hospital. Good and God. I caught my stomach. And fucking, oh. holy shit, dude. Like, I blew up like a balloon. Like, I fucking... What? Why? It started to make me... It started to make me swell up, right? Oh. started having almost an allergic reaction, but it Could was you still like breathe? so fucking bad. Oh my god, it was, it was the first time I realized that I loved narcotics more than I loved anything else. At four? Four years old. My god family had damn to tell it. me the story because I only remember parts of it. What the fuck, dude? My fucking mom told me the story. My dad told me the story. I was fucking in and out of consciousness. I was fucking, like, throwing up. I was doing all this shit that it just made me into a different... It shaped me into a drug addict. Like, I fucking knew since I was 12 years old. Ever since I got my first fentanyl pop. I got my first fentanyl pop on my 12th birthday. Why? And I fucking loved it. Why'd you get a fentanyl pop for your 12th birthday? I didn't know what fentanyl was when I was 12 years old. How'd okay? you get it? I fucking knew it, was, I knew it was something that'll get you high, so I bought it for fucking $45. Yeah. For a fentanyl pop. Rubbed it up against my fucking cheek, sucked on it, fucking rubbed it up against... I threw up after I smoked a cigarette. Fucking of course. Started started twitching, started doing all this shit that it was like, you don't even realize how high you were until fucking that, that nod comes over you and you can't walk home. You have to fucking crawl home. I've done that. I did that. Uh, yeah. I took a Soma at a really young age and I crawled home somehow. I don't even know how I got home. That's the thing is I fucking don't know why, but from four Twelve years old. I was all I cared about was getting on. You don't know why. You don't want twelve years old. You know what? I know why. It's called genetic predisposition, brother. You fucking you opened a door. Twelve years old that I wanted to get on. I wanted to live that way for the rest of my life. And you know what? I've been clean for four, almost five years off heroin, and I still have these fucking grams. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? I haven't done any of it. So check this out. You know what? I totally get that, though. You know, I totally get holding on to it, even though you don't do it, because I would do that all the time in drug court, because I was like, I'm not going to do it. But but it was like, I'm going to bury it. I'm going to get all these drugs, and I'm going to bury them, and I'm going to wait for the apocalypse. Because I know, you know, Trump's president... You know, even if Hillary got elected or anyone, I, I'm sure the government is about to collapse at any second. Like, it's just total chaos. And I was like, when the government collapses, and it's total anarchy and we're like fucking, we're loitering 7-Elevens. Well, it'll, it, I mean, if I don't experience it, my, my kids will see it. You know, they'll witness it. I'm sure it's coming soon. 
I bet I've been I saying that for you. The opiate, epi- the opiate epidemic and all the fucking shit that is going down, that the world is going to end soon. And it's I not just the opiate I epidemic, it's everything. I hope I don't yeah i know that i've thought about that too but anyway anyway i so but no my my no no everyone in your everyone you knew in high school is a, okay so see there's the thing is uh you you gotta like stop hanging out with your high school friends i had to do it you know I'm here, like, dude. What? Thing. I need to make new friends who are not fucking doing black because I've been around. Yeah, I can't so do black anymore, black my friend. I just can't. I can't. I can't do black. But no, this was the thing. Is my back to the original thing I was gonna say is I I would justify having possessing drugs and not doing them because I thought, well, you know, when the government collapses and it's total chaos, how am I? I might as well be on drugs. You know, or if like, a, let's say, a, let's... A, you don't have a drug stash that you save for the end of the world? Because I do. Yeah, dude, I thought everybody did that. They, I, I mean, I, I did at one point. That, but then I had a bunch of... Speaking of which, speaking of which, oh, no, I'm not going to ask you now. No, but you shouldn't ask me anything about drugs that I don't do. i tell you about the rave I went to. Uh, for what, for New Year's? People who don't know God mode, that's mushrooms, acid, cocaine, and Molly. And oh, I went God. God mode. I went God mode my last time using. Oh, dude, my last using experience. I went God mode too, and it went from the best time in my life ever to the worst time in my life ever. In like literally point zero five seconds, it. Fucking went bad. And my last my last using story is one of my most epic, debaucherous stories. It's one of my top tens. I will say that. Maybe not my worst, but one of my top tens. It's bad. But, my, my God mode experience was amazing. And then I smoked the DMT. And I was like, oh my God, I'm out of my fucking body. Like fucking, I was like... I was astral projected onto this area, yeah. and I was fucking like seeing shit that I wouldn't see on any other experience except DMT. DMT oh, yeah, is just so special. It's like your yeah, dreams, yeah, smoking your dreams, and it's fucking. <sighs> oh my god, it makes you think of shit that you don't even rationally think of when you're like no 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 it peels back what you were thinking of all along but you were just too distracted to fucking see it that's what it does that's what it was blast off out of my body seeing all the shit that was happening and then I was like oh my god I gotta stop and then you gotta stop (laughs) 30 seconds went by and I was grounded back into my body and I was like oh my god Dude, that's the one drug I'm like, I think people should do DMT at least once. I'm not saying do DMT every day, but like I, I tell everyone not to do drugs, but. I say ayahuasca. I say ayahuasca. Yeah, but dude, where. 
and shit out your guts and then have that experience because if you're just a you don't even you smoke a little pot whatever I want to take that back don't do don't do DMT kids don't do DMT side effect to it but it's good no uh, dude ayahuasca dude why would I want to be throwing up and shitting basically that's what uh, you call that rooster tailing why would I want to be doing that while I'm tripping that doesn't sound fun that sounds painful being and nauseous and stomach problems and DMT, you get fucking four times a dose you get like you get this intense very intense experience where it doesn't just last 10 minutes it lasts fucking like 12 hours so I don't know DMT, if I can handle that I don't know if I can handle 12 hours of a DMT trip 20 minutes is good enough for me Dude, but DMT, fuck. Dude, that's the one thing. I'm not going to say who got me DMT for the first time, but it was amazing the first time I did it. Dude, the person who did that was really fucking awesome. Dude, uh, I've done DMT several times, and what all I can say is every single time I've done DMT, I had a better outlook on life afterwards. I didn't do DMT. I opened my third eye. No, it does more than that. It does more than that, dude. It does so much more than opening shrooms and acid open your third eye. DMT opens doors that you will never close again, and you will think about the world in a way that is so different, and it'll teach you things. It'll teach you ways to believe in yourself that you never thought possible before. And it'll teach you to fe- and go it, uh, less, be less controlled by fear. And what it does is it, it, it encourages you to have more confidence to make that leap of faith, pass fear towards your goals and dreams. That's what it did for me. That's what it did for me. You know? Brian, I fucking love you, man. Like, you're fucking a really good friend. I, I really hope, I really hope you fucking knock this shit out with non-squad because you're fucking talented man. Like, oh dude come on push on don't stop it I'm not that talented dude you're I, a good interviewer you let the person talk I try you let the person explain their situation you're fucking like man I try to be could, I see could, where I could be better though good. I see where I could be better though like I mean I mean this is what I will say for a person who is 30 you know 35 days clean off of heroin, meth, uh, or, you know, whatever, drugs, you know, I would say I'm doing pretty damn good for being, like, that fresh. You know what I'm saying? The longer you have under your belt, the longer you have under your belt, brother, you will be better and better and better. Because you and me have just had a conversation, and I didn't feel like I was being interviewed. I felt like a friend was talking to me and really just, like... Letting me go through all the shit I've been through in the last, like, fucking, in my whole life. Well, dude... Yeah, a lot of people told me I should be a therapist because I'm good at like listening and then interjecting, uh, you know, confident. I don't know, like, but see, the thing is, is like, I thought this, it's like, I want it to flow like a good conversation and make people feel like they're not being on a podcast because then that's when the real, like, entertaining kind of topics come up. You know, don't people shouldn't be stuck in the head like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Like if you if I, sometimes I say shit or like the conversation for like certain guests will go into certain like directions. Oh my god, I better cut that out, <laughs> edit that one part yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. like, but I mean, it's usually it's usually like 
times I've hooked up with girls or other times people talk about hooking up with girls and I'm just like, you know when guys talk about girls and they get a fuck that bitch. I'm like, dude, I don't think my lady audience really wants to hear that. The, the women who listen to this show probably don't want to hear that. So I'm like, let's just keep it to the drugs, I guess. But sometimes sex gets top bottom. But the most part is... The thing is, like, I think that I think this podcast is pretty fucking good. Like, I'm proud of it. I see where it needs to be better, but I'm pretty proud of it. I sh- I should have. I mean, I needed these three weeks off though. Everyone can improve. Everyone. Oh, can I have. Improve. I will, and I will. I'm. I want to see this get better and better and better, and it will. I got ideas. Trust me. I got ideas in the works. And when my co-host, fucking Ryan, gets out of uh, rehab, oh, it'll be. It'll be. It'll ha- I'll have more help, you know. You know I'm kind of holding you know the whole what? weight of it on my shoulders right now. It's hard, dude. Like, you know, I need help. Would I need. You let me co-host one time with you. I mean, you could come on anytime you want, dude. Like, I I'm down no, to have you. Dude, I want to do an episode. Me and you, we fucking interview someone like fucking. I, I you can you can keep my mic off and then turn it on when you want to. I only have like, one mic I right really, now. Like I really, I need <laughs> I to focus mic. my energy into a uh, productive, <clears throat> a good scenario. And you're doing really good right now with your uh, with Nod Squad. You're doing great, really? man. Really but think so? I want to be a part of it. And when you told me, I got jobs. I got I got some jobs month, for I you. Felt like holy shit, I I fucked up. Like I should have I should have been there more often. And it's like, it's all good, dude. Dude, we all, dude, we still got, that's the group, that's the magical thing is that we still got time to make shit happen, dude. I'm not going nowhere. I'm doing this shit. I'm trying to drop one every week now. I had to take three weeks off to keep my ass out of jail. I thought I was going to jail. (laughs) I thought, dude, I I, I gotta tell that story later. But, oh, dude, yeah. By the way, if you're ever in jail, fucking let me know the day before because I will send you fucking stamps and fucking like all, like, Oh, I put money sick. on the books for my friend Kyle, who got yeah. a fucking seven-year charge. Fuck fucking, yeah. Like, he didn't have shit. He had, the only way he got out was he had to take care of a kid. That was his kid. Uh-huh. And, uh, dude, like... Well, let's not talk about that, because I'm not going... There for a week. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to jail. I'm, uh... And I'm, good, I'm, not, I'm good, doing dude. everything I can. Oh, but anyway, dude, it's been an hour, and uh, I got to... I was supposed to... Tell my story because I. Here, I'm here's up. the thing, fucking man. I will hit you up soon, but please, I really don't want my name like out. I don't want my name out there. Dude, too much. dude, I'll edit your name every time your name is said. I'll edit it out. Don't even worry about that. All right. I, you, I, li- I, I, I re-listen to it, and then Talking every time. Talking to you for an hour has been better than with my therapist. You can put so, that on the fucking. You can put that on the podcast. No way. Okay. Talking See, to you for an hour that's crazy. That's crazy because uh, you're not the only person that's told me that, and that's fucking tripping me out right now. <laughs> you know what, dude? You're a good fucking person. Maybe. And you care well, about your friends. And fucking, I'm gonna get my ass down to fucking where you near. I'm not gonna name where you live. I'm gonna uh, get my ass nice. <laughs> down to that Walmart, and we're gonna hang out, right? That'll be cool. Um, I w- I missed the shit out of you, man, because you were the coolest motherfucker I met at Questa. 
Like, yeah. You are, like, I, I kind of, like, out of all the kids, I mean, I'm, I was one of the oldest at the smoking table, but I kind of had a young, I don't look old, but I kind of kept back to myself, and I, I talked when I wanted to talk, but I kind of just observed everyone, and I kind of was, like, checking people yeah, out. thing, dude. We connected, me and you, we had, we had a friendship since, like, fucking day one. Yeah, I was... Like, I, I was still a little standoffish around you at first, though, because I was like, all right, I'm still getting to know people here. And like, because I was, the thing is, I was on drug court, so I had to be careful, right? Like, I was like, I can't be around, like, but that's the thing about college is like, I, I there was drugs, there's drugs everywhere <laughs> It's college. The fuck, dude? Like, e even if, even if they're not directly there, oh, he got cut off. Oh, well. Well, wow. That was my friend Happy. I got a fucking go back and edit every time I said his first name god damn it that's such a pain in my ass well fuck you guys it's been an hour and it's uh 12 fucking 20 uh and I wanted to get a coffee a long time ago I have I'm still recording dude <laughs> oh my god you're still fucking recording holy shit dude I didn't know that crazy I'm trying to finish my fucking thing dude <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Over. Get this. All right. I'll cut out your second phone call. I'm, I'm just. I. I'm gonna tell her like, look, look. I tried it myself. I'm gonna keep. No. You know what? I'm gonna keep in the part where you're like, holy shit, you're still recording. I'm gonna keep that in, but I'll cut out your whole second phone call because, yeah, you. This is this is the podcast game. You gotta. I'm teaching you. This is. This is what everyone does when they come and they've never been on a podcast and then they they sometimes get too real. It's okay, I do it too, but that's why we never go live. So I have right, to go, right. I gotta go because it's twelve thirty and I still have to talk about shit on like solo on the podcast. So I'm getting All tired. Right. I need to drink coffee. Well, let me know how it goes, dude. Will you please send me like a video or like a, a video? A I'll have it up. I'll have it up. I'll have it up on iTunes tomorrow, dude. And uh, Spotify. All right. All right. All right. That works. You're going to make me uh, have... Dude, you're going to have to... But the problem is... No, I'm... no, 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 no. No, posting it on, on iTunes works perfectly. I was just like... I was a little dude, scared. could you stop talking about that? You know how many times I'm going to have to edit those things out, dude? I'm still recording. I'm recording this whole time. Now I have to listen to... An hour and eighteen minutes of you, and and really pay attention, and now cut out s dozens of things. This is gonna take forever. <laughs> I'm gonna be up all night, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> I'm, you're laughing, but you're mad. You know. No, it's cool. I love. You know what? It's because I love this podcast. I'm so I, to be real with you, dude. But sometimes I'm we get to. But sometimes. But sometimes we get too real. That's the problem. That's the problem on Not Squad. We get sometimes too real, and then we gotta pull no, it. We gotta pull it back a little. I'm always having I'm to. Post that on iTunes right now. Not Squad is real as fuck. Yeah, that's my that's my uh, my, my slogan. It's it's Not Squad. Uh, drugs are, where the podcast where drugs are real, kids. Drugs are definitely real. I'm not saying they're good or bad. I'm not saying they're good or bad, but they're real. Drugs are real. Okay. The podcast for drugs are real. I like that. And thank you uh, for making that up for me. Uh, it's on the podcast, too. You haven't even listened to episode four. You know what? Fucking, I listened to episode one, but I need to listen to oh, the rest of Yeah, you Check do. Out, oh. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Excuse me. Burps. Oh, I shouldn't have burped.
What? I really hope you never get charged with that. Do you ever hear of Six Nine the rapper? Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, I got to do a video, a YouTube video about him. He's possibly doing a life sentence, and yeah, fuck that guy, dude. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. I don't have. I don't really have sympathy for him uh, because he was in a uh, a fucking child pornography video. Yeah. Mind you, he was just sitting. No, no, no. He, mind you, he was just sitting on the couch in the video. But he's sitting next to a thirteen-year-old getting gang raped or something. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna. No, I don't give a fuck about him if he if he does shit like that. Like, fuck that. How how was he even be? How was he even able to even become more successful after that? Is my question. Is how are people gonna be like? Oh. I bump his music, but he watched a 13-year-old get gang-raped on a video while he's sitting on a couch. What the fuck? And now he's like the biggest rapper? Oh, my God. His music's not even that good. Bobby Shmurda is... No, dude, but this is, Bobby Shmurda did more time. He took more time than the judge gave him to get his homie uh, less time because to, to, he's down as fuck. And Bobby Shmurda's music is a million times more banging than Takashi 69 and he fucking he took his sentence like a champ ate that shit and every and I think everyone can see Takashi's sweating under the pressure and is he gonna snitch I'm not gonna say he is or not but everyone's talking it looks like he's gonna fucking snitch for a life sentence but then if if you snitch that's the conundrum you're in right because then you, because then it's a uh, this is the conundrum he's fucking rapping about being gangster and yeah, he was rolling with some fucking some New York Bloods or something. I don't know the specific gang he was rolling with. So my apologies to whatever gang out there he was affiliated with. But they propped him up because you know they knew if he had a fucking gang uh, cred, he would get more fucking views. And they wanted to fucking get some money out of the deal, so they did it. And then he fucking I don't know the specifics, but I guess he was like, "Well, fuck you guys now." And then they're like, "Well, what about our money?" And I guess there was a fucking you know bitter exchange between the money and some shit went down. I don't know the details, but all I know is if the the thing is is if he doesn't take that fucking sentence like a champ, and if he does snitch, and he's in this fucking whole rap fucking fucking world, and where you don't even if you're not in the rap world, you don't fucking snitch. But if especially if you're fucking rapping about being a fucking a gangbanger and shit, you especially don't snitch either because then you're going to look like a bitch. You're going to look like a fucking bitch to everybody. And like so now it's like is he is his music going to lose all credibility after this whole fucking court battle? I don't fucking know. But that's what my video is going to be on. I had to rant about that cuz dude, I I don't like this guy. I don't know I, I it's not even like I even give a fuck to spend time like hating him. I just don't like his music. I I I'd rather I spend my time Listening to good music. I don't spend my time hating bad music. I just like that his music doesn't fuck. And to people who like his music, I'm not fuck cool. Bang his shit, dude. Like if that if you like his music, that's cool. I'm just saying, what are you gonna feel about? How are you gonna feel about his music if he does snitch? That's my fucking question. Is if you do bang Takashi Six Nine's music, how are you gonna feel if he does snitch? Are you gonna still fucking be bumping that shit? I'm pretty sure a lot of people, a good amount of people at least, are going to be like, no, fuck that. He's not, he does, he's not what he claims to be about. And that has nothing to do with Nod Squad. So, dude, you know what? 
You've been on 23 minutes more than I expected. And I have a whole 30 minutes I need to fucking do solo. And I need to drink a coffee because. Okay. One thing. Yeah, but you can't bring any um any drugs. No drugs, no drugs. No drugs. Well, wait, can I bring um some weed? No. Uh no. No, no, no drugs. I'm a clean man. Okay. And everyone on the podcast so everyone on the podcast listening, because I'm you know, we're recording. I'm thirty five days clean. Uh, I cannot be around drugs. Alright. Okay, just well, can't. Just yeah. say no, kids. Air program finally worked for I'm me. I have a I have a date I have a date this weekend. So before this weekend would be preferable, sir. Oh. I'm thinking like Friday or uh, Sunday or. That's the weekend. Uh, I have a hot. Yeah, actually Saturday night works because I'm I free Saturday night. I everyone else fell off. I I don't really talk to many. I don't talk to many of my Questa friends anymore, except a select few, like you and maybe two other people. Oh, I still talk to. Uh, but anyway, I gotta go, dude. I got to go. So I'll text you. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. Cause you want you want to hear this shit, right? You want you want to hear the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. I just I want to get this up. I want to get this up on iTunes. Uh, it's probably got. Oh yeah. I try to be. Right? I try, but I like compliments, you guys saw. But I do try. I'm humble. I'm humble though. Humble. A humble brag. Oh, I appreciate it, dude. Dude, I tried. You don't, the thing is, you tr- you would call me and you would have like these problems and I was just like, fuck, dude, I, that's, that's fucked up. And I, and you go through shit. A lot of people that go to college don't fucking go through and you have backgrounds of shit that's darker and you know, you've had trauma, dude. So yeah, you got a lot of healing to do, bro. But, um, yeah, I'm down. Come okay, by. Heart attack, we'll heart attack episode. Fuck yeah. All right. all right, bro. I gotta go though. Uh, I love you, and yeah. um, I'll talk to you. I'll take. Uh, yeah, and um. No, you do. I can talk to you about anything. Of course you can. All right. You'll call me. Something, even things that can't be on the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll let you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I didn't stop. Why? It's not, not live. I, it's not live shit, but it's still like, I like I told you. I told you a lot of shit about my past. Yeah, I know, but the I second... I don't really share this with most people, but you, I fucking trust that I trust you to put out what I wouldn't want and what I would want. Like, like the shit that, like... Just text me. Dude, 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 I just text me the things you want me to cut out, and I'll do it. All right, just, just, you 
You're a cool ass motherfucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love you. I'll talk to you later. I, later. Later, bro. Holy fuck. That's my buddy. But, dude, he's he's fucking funny, dude. I, like, I, I, I... Hold on, I gotta take off my hoodie. It's hot as... Hot as fuck in my room, you guys. What the fuck? This heater. Oh, and what? I have one of these... These back warmer things you strap on your back. What are these things called? Those Thermacare things? Oh, I'm fucking... Oh. All right, so check this out. That was a really intense fucking phone interview. And I wasn't even expecting to fucking have a phone interview this episode. I was expecting just to do just a one-on-one with just me because I haven't uploaded anything for three weeks and everyone's like, where the fuck is Unc? Where has he been? And I'm like, well, it's, it's the holidays and I have these court this court issue and I have to get all this fucking paperwork together to keep my ass out of jail because I kind of had a violation on my probation and I could have, I, I, was, I, might, I still might be looking at jail. But I, I, I think I, I think I pulled it off. I think I'm, I'm not going to jail. So I, I had to take time off of, of non squad, and uh, no, I wasn't out getting strung out. I was, I was just, ha- I had to take time to fix my life. And it was the holidays, and you know, my parents, and I had to help my parents with all this stuff, and you know, I had family coming over, and I had to be there for them, and and uh, it's all this fucking shit went down, dude. That that happened, and it bummed me out, and uh, and. I wanted to get into all of that. Like, where where has Unk been for three weeks without uploading a fucking episode? I'm going to get to that right now. But I'm going to pause this recording. And then I'm going to get some coffee. And I'm going to get some ice cream. And I'm going to uh, get some sugar and caffeine in me. And then I'm going to get some... I got my vape all fixed up nice. And then I'm going to get into where I've been for the last three weeks. God, it took so long for Happy to get off the phone. And I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't know he was going to say that he had shot up cocaine while he was on the phone with me. That was unexpected. This whole interview was unexpected. I just, I saw him post on Facebook that he had to put his dog down. His dog died and had all this cancer. So I just wanted to call because I hadn't talked to him for a while. And I think the last time I talked to him, I was strung out, uh, actually. I was probably a big, I was probably a fucking asshole to him, and I felt bad. So I was just calling him, like, "Hey, I saw, I saw your post. So I just want to say, um, you know, I'm there for you." And he started talking, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking." He's talking about some crazy ass shit, dude. Like, like this is good. Con- His every time I talk to Happy, he's got good fucking stories, <laughs> but he's fucking crazy, and he triggers the fuck out of me. So I gotta be careful around him. <laughs> so, dude, Happy, if you're listening to this. After it's up, I love you, man. And uh, I don't care that you trigger me. Don't worry. Don't feel don't feel bad that you trigger me. Like, I feel bad that I trigger people too, you know? Um, but like I said, dude, I think about triggers differently. Like, I welcome triggers. Like, bring on the fucking triggers. I'm not going to, like, hang out with someone that has dope. And I'm going to have, like, lean on my fucking sober friends when I'm like, fuck, there's this person around me who wants to get me high. Like, I need to get away from this situation. Like, please, please, please take me bowling or laser tag or get a coffee. Let's do anything or talk or do anything so that, like, in person with me, please, somebody, so I don't hang out with this other person (laughs) 
who like wants to give me drugs for free because that's like dude people will do that too people dude it's california i don't know it's not a california thing i don't know sometimes people like you and they give you drugs and it's fucked up and i don't even want to go out anyway my nose i fell on my face i talked about it earlier my fucking like i've only had sleep paralysis like three or four times and it is fucked up dude i fucking hate sleep paralysis and then with the night terror i thought i thought i was i never had a fucking overdose dream that was that vivid in my life and i woke up on the floor these hardwood floors it's hard i didn't i didn't i was not conscious to protect my face like fell on my face on my wrist i guess oh and and that's not like even then it's not just like my, my nose doesn't really hurt it's like scratch i must have fallen on like Kind of like I had a pile of clothes on the ground. Maybe I I I I don't know. Like maybe my keys or something. I don't fucking know. But oh, fucking hurt. I got a headache. Like my other hand hurts too. So I must have fell on my whole body all fucking. Oh, like oh god. And then usually I'll wake up and know I'm awake. But this time it was sleep paralysis, and I, I was like. So that's, I think, the reason I thought I, I w- actually did die, was dead was because of the sleep paralysis, because I couldn't fucking move for, like, a, a while. And then I fucking, when I could finally move, I crawled under my bed, and I was, like, freaking out, freaking out. And then for, like, 30 seconds, I was like, wait, wait, then what, what's going on? Like, let's get up and walk around. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay. It was, like, 5.30 in the morning. It was still dark. <sighs> so that's why... Uh, to anyone who like is friends with me on face on Facebook on my on Facebook page, uh, that's why I was in the ER for fucking New Year's, uh, cause my arm, like just the forearm, it swole, it was like swollen, like and it was all puffy, and uh, they looked at it, and it was funny because all my friends from uh, drug court, they're like. It's an abscess, bro. It's an abscess. I was like, dude, uh, it's not an abscess. Well, they were just fucking with me. But yeah, if it were an abscess, I mean, I, I obviously I'd have a big red bump that they would have to like cut open and drain like a cyst and have stitches. Fuck, I would be there. They released me right when they saw me. They're like looking at it. They're like, yeah, it's a sprain. I don't even think they said it's a sprain. It's just like there's like there's no infection, so there's nothing really... No antibiotics or nothing you need, you know. So they just let me go. And I was fucked up because I was in the fucking waiting room. And there was like a fucking 30-man biker gang in the ER. 30-man biker gang in the fucking ER, dude. Like, and I felt all weird. It was all late. Because I wasn't, like, I tried to just be like, you know, walk it off. But it would hurt. Like, doing... Two-handed things, when you have a one arm, it's hard. Because when we try to use your, you know, you're used to using your other arm. And when I tried, get it hurt. It fucking hurt bad. Like, even taking a shower. Oh, my first shower after, it fucking was brutal. Like, having one working arm in a two-armed society is fucking rough, man. But it... Uh, you know, I put it in a sling and the, uh, the fucking, the fucking, uh, you know, inflammation or the swelling has gone down a lot. It's like, it's swelling is pretty much all the way down 
to my normal arm size forearm size. And, uh, but it, the, it still hurts like at the wrist and lower forearm. Oh, it, it, it hurts less. Like I can go without my sling less and I can't answer if I'm happy. I mean, he's calling me. And so, um, <laughs> he's coked out. So what do you expect? Anyway, uh, fuck dude. So yeah, it, it's, it's healing a lot faster than I thought it would, but, uh, I have to fucking sign up cause I've been running around. I have to talk about my whole court case and going to court, but, uh, I've been having to sign up for all the, the programs I neglected when I was strung out to, to sign up for or, or whatnot. And, uh, anyway, um, I'm going to have to go to swap, which is the Santa, Mar Santa Barbara, like community service court ordered program. And I'm going to show up there tomorrow with my application in a sling and I'm filling out this application. It's like, are you, uh, you know, fucking have any injuries? And when I first filled it out, I was like, no. And now I'm going to have to say, well, yes. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to say, but I mean, it's healing fast. So it's like, dude, I'm trying. Like I can just give me one armed jobs for community service. I'll pick up trash. I'm a trash picker. I don't give a fuck, dude. I just want to not go to jail. <laughs> I don't want to keep doing this podcast. Uh, but, dude, my life is fucking weird, dude. And the, some of the people in my life, I love them. They're as weird as me. I, I'm a, I guess I'm, I'm fucking weird, too, so fuck, whatever. I just hope you guys think it's interesting. But, uh, dude, it's fucking almost 1 a.m., and I need to finish this. And I'm kind of tired so it's coffee time. So I need to fucking pause this and uh, get my like ice cream fucking coffee drink or whatever. So I got what audacity. Click pause. All right, I'm back. I got some Tillamook French vanilla ice cream. It's really creamy. It's almost too creamy. This ice cream. It's almost ah oh, fuck my hand. I can't fucking scoop it. With my normal scooping hand. Yeah, sprain my fucking wrist, you guys. It sucks. I know I fucking look, I make like rock in a sling look good and all. And even though I'm hideous right now because I smashed my nose, actually, I kind of just scratched my nose. It's a little tiny, tiny scab, but uh, even though I'm hideous, I still rock it good, but still, it hurts. It's not worth it. Ugh. Having, doing drugs that cause you PSD to give you fucked up overdose dreams. I don't think I'd get overdose dreams if I never shot up or I never overdosed. Yeah, ever since I Narcaned, you guys. Ever since I've gotten Narcaned. Even the, the first time I got Narcaned. I have these, like, you know, every now and then I'll have these scary ass. They're not even using dreams anymore. They're overdose dreams. It's fucked up and uh yeah th this is the first time i woke up on my floor i was like what the fuck i guess i was tossing and turning so much like fighting like no i don't want to die i don't want to die i fucking i guess i fell off my bed <sighs> it's fucked up so that's why i was in the er oh, i love ice cream i don't know what it is you guys but when I get clean, I eat a lot of fucking, a, a lot of food. And 
apparently from the memes I've seen. Oh my dank recovery memes. That's not just me. Ugh. This ice cream's really hard to scoop with this fucking spoon. Ooh. So, yeah, guys. Um, I've been meaning to fucking do a podcast, and I've just been so fucking busy. And it's not even that I've been that busy. It's just I had priorities, man. Like I, you know, going to jail would would have been cool. Like a little live from jail episode. I would have been, and and if I, I'm. But I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> I'd rather just do the podcast from my room. Because I could vape nicotine here. I could have coffee here. I mean, I have coffee in jail too. But like recording a podcast from jail sounds like a fucking pain in the ass. But it would ugh, be premium content. But still, I'm not going to like actively try to get myself <laughs> landed in jail. Just for the, the podcast. Mm. Happy just texted me. This guy's it's hard being sober and talking to someone. Uh, it's hard to talk to someone sober and they're coked out. Because then I try to interject and they, they're just fucking going and going and going. But uh, whatever, man. That's cool. Uh, he said those bitches didn't feel the acid till now and now they're turning balls. Yeah, dude, you know what? Yeah, that was a problem. I didn't feel the acid. You got me. But... Fuck off, dude. Nine, nine other people did. Like, what the fuck? I'm gonna have to leave that part in. I never sold acid, by the way. That's a made-up myth. Um. Anyway, I don't know if this is enough ice cream, guys. I try to fit as much as I can in here. So, what has been going on in my life? Well, I'm still clean. Uh, I'm not doing drugs. Well, caffeine, nicotine, you know. Um, and you know, I don't even think Kratom counts as a relapse, honestly. If it keeps you from doing heroin, then, then bam. But if, if it, if doing Kratom gets you to relapse, it, it causes you to relapse on heroin or whatever, then yeah, don't do it, dude. Mm. Like that'll be bad. You know? Um, Oh fuck. I got to put this ice cream away. I don't want it to melt. All right. Now I got to pause it one more time. This is the first fucking podcast I do in three weeks. And it's the most unorganized shit of my life. All right. I'm sorry. Squadron brethren of my fellow squadron. I got to pause one more time. Hold on a second. Oh, all right, I'm, I'm back, you guys. Fuck. Oh my god, dude. <sighs> Talking to someone who's on cocaine on the phone while you're fucking sober. Fuck. <laughs> is challenging, <laughs> say the least. So now that I can finally, you know, talk about what I was uh, originally gonna talk about. Uh, I'm tired as fuck, and I need to drink coffee and sugar. Mm. Oh, this is so bomb, you guys. Oh, coffee and ice cream. Oh, and then my mom made this like weird caramel dessert. Oh, it was like a little salty, but I was, I was like, I'm, I'm still eating it. 
And now I'm like, you know, sugar actually activates the same uh, parts of your brain as cocaine. It's actually, I've heard, I think that your study's done is four times more addictive than cocaine. So, mm. but it's socially acceptable. So I'm doing it. Ha ha. I'll get high somehow. I'll just use sugar. <laughs> Place one addiction in the other. <laughs> but you know, it's part of my ween. This is the pause part of my ween where I use sugar to uh, help me get through uh, uh, this podcast at one eleven a.m. God damn it, you guys. Okay, let me take one more sip, you guys, just so I can finish. That's so good. Oh, okay. It's not even new coffee. It's old coffee. Okay, so yeah, so I took three weeks off. I didn't think I was going to take three weeks off, but it was the holidays and I, I was like, fuck, I waited till the last minute to get all this shit ready for court. I didn't even know I had court till the last minute. <laughs> you know, I knew I, I was missing deadlines for, I was missing deadlines for all these fucking things I had to do. And, uh, all well, the reason I had these court order things in the first place is remember, uh, if you guys listen back, uh, the episode with Rai Rai, I talk about my first Narcan story. I think, you know, towards the end of that, you can see, uh, clearly I had gotten arrested or not arrested, but I, I, I gotten charged with a DUI, uh, cocaine DUI, uh, you know, at the end of that story, after getting Narcan and, and surviving and going through all that crazy shit in LA, I'm driving home and nodding out and I fucking, you know, crash into a car. And, uh, uh, you know, while I'm in the ambulance, the cops are there and they, you know, they're searching for my, where are their drugs, where are their drugs? They find, you know, a syringe and a fucking small, small bag of Coke. So yeah, I, I was in and out of, not even in and out of court. I had gotten an attorney to go to court for me for, and it, it like they were, I didn't even gotten any paperwork to appear for like over six months. I think eight months, I, I think, you know? Then I finally get something, oh, you have to go to court. So then I get a uh, DUI attorney and, you know, they go for me and, ha- and they're handling my shit and it, and it just takes for, it, it was just a whole shit show and it, it took forever, you know? And finally, because uh, they wanted to give me 45 days, you know, and uh, I was like, they, even my attorney was like, fuck that, it's your first DUI. It was my first DUI. I don't drink ever. Um... I was driving around on, you know, cocaine. And it wasn't even the cocaine that was the reason I crashed. The cocaine was helping me not crash. It was the coming down on the meth and the fucking, just getting Narcan and the hair, you know, and oh, dude. Being up for days is what caused me to crash. Uh, I, my body, you know, I, I've pulled you know, three or four days, all-nighters, you know, on, you know, shooting goofballs or speedballs, you know, meth and heroin or uh, heroin and coke, shooting it up, and I'd be up for days. And after about day three, always after day three, I start to lose my shit. Uh, I start to go insane. It happens to everyone, I think. I'll hear, it starts with hearing voices, right? And you're like... 
I would like swear there's people talking outside of my room or outside my window. I'm like, dude, I hear fucking people talking. And I would look, and there'd be no one there. Or I think I hear someone knocking on my door. You know. That was it more than shadow people, I think. But then I would just get, I would get sloppy and I'd be like, you know, dropping glasses and breaking them and then my room would be a fucking mess and I'd just be like, ah! And then I just, I just, my body would shut off. <laughs> my body's like, oh, you can't. I, 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 I'm taking over. I'm shutting you down, pulling the plug. And I would just, poof. I would just go out. I just couldn't, you know. I wouldn't even need Xanax most of the time. Usually I would use Xanax or I should have used Xanax earlier to force sleep and not get like that. I mean, but you know, ever, ever since I added meth into my, in my heroin shots, that's when shit got way bad for me. It's like, I want to be awake when I feel my heroin high. I don't want to nod out. I don't know. I don't need to experience this. And then, as an addict, I was like, I want to experience this every day. But it's like, then you can't sleep every day. <laughs> and your body, that's not, your body's not meant to not sleep. You have to have sleep. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. <laughs> but anyway, that happened kind of. I was nodding out. Dude, I, I was trying so hard to stay. It was so hard, dude. Usually, I could pull it off. Not if I've had two days no sleep. And my body just was like, nope, nope. So, um, yeah, I finally, it won't give me 45 days. And um, I, I was like, dude, what the fuck? So I, I, I was in drug court at the time. And uh, I was like, fuck, dude. If, if uh, I was almost, I was like a month away. I was like months away from um, graduating drug court. And I talked to my counselor about it, and I was like, "Dude, I was like, just getting. I was like, what should I do? I was like, dude, they they, uh, they want me to convict me to this, and I think I got them. I worked them down. I, I got all these letters from my counselor saying I'm doing good, I'm testing clean, and all these letters from other people, and you know, showing how good I am. So then they finally were like, all right, we won't give you 45 days jail. We'll give you 45 days community service instead, which they should have done in the first place." But they tried to hardball. They all the courts always try to hardball you with the hardest thing first, and you always got to be no, no, fuck that. You need to come back with a better thing. You always have to do that when you go to court. Just to, they just do that just to see if you're dumb enough to take it. I swear to God, every time and everyone I know, they, they, even if they've had a heavy charge, the first charge is usually hard, the hardest, and then they're like, no, I don't want to take that charge. I don't accept that charge. We're we're gonna have to fucking work out something better. And then they come back and be like, all right, we'll give you something else. And so that's what they did this time. <clears throat> Why do I have such a runny nose? Excuse me. I have to get a Kleenex. What the fuck? Oh. Okay. Can't be... <clears throat> Can't be having a runny nose on a podcast... Because then everyone would be like, oh, dude, he's on cocaine. He just did a line of coke. But then if I did a line of coke, I just blew it all out in fucking tissue. So, fuck y'all. <clears throat> so where was I? Yeah, they gave me 45 days community service. And, you know, any DUI. But my, it's my first DUI, so I have to do a three-month DUI class. I uh, get a restricted license. And I had to do uh, 20 NA meetings. 
I mean, I've been going to any meetings anyway, so I was, I, I was going to any meetings. I didn't even bring a card to fill out, but I was like, fuck, I'll get a card. And, uh, but then like, uh, that I, I graduated, then I, I somehow got them to extend the court date till after I graduated. Cause my counselor was like, I was like, what should I do? Cause I, I was like, should I take this conviction while I'm in drug court and they can tax it on as a floater last minute? They wouldn't want to do that. Right. Cause I'm about to graduate. I was like, if, if I, I was like, I was like to my counselor, I was like, if I take this conviction while I'm in drug court, I'll probably just get a violation on my probation and then I won't graduate. And then I'll have to fucking sanction me and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, what should I do? And he's like, yeah, you should, you should get them to extend the court date. till after you graduate drug court, because then you're off probation, you won't get a violation on your probation, you know? So I was like, yeah, fuck, I guess you're right. I, I'll do that. So, and that's what I did. So I graduated drug court. I fucking relapsed. And then I fucking took, you know, the DUI thing. And, uh, mm. I was going, uh, well, then I had, yeah, I was going, huh. I just signed up, and then that whole fucking second Narcan thing happened, and then I was like, fuck, and I just started DUI class during that time, so I was like, fuck, and I think my first DUI class, I showed up high, and the fucking guy, he let me go, he, he let me off, he should have busted me, because if you show up to your DUI class high, drunk or high or whatever you get kicked out <laughs> and then you have to fucking sign back up again and, and or if they let you sign back up again so it's like fuck so uh he let me he somehow gave me a, a pass that first time i was like oh wow because i was opening up i was like dude that was right around when the time when my ex Lindsay uh fucking was calling me because her pre she walked in her house and her prison girlfriend was there dead and she was calling me freaking out and you know i was like kind of you know dealing with my narcan strung outness and we're getting over it and just all this crazy shit was going on you know <clears throat> but then um then my second relapse or not the relapse after that nar uh getting narcan and i came clean about it on episode what what episode did that four episode four? I came clean about that last, you know, which was my last relapse. Um, mm. Yeah. So basically <clears throat> what the fuck was I going dude? I can't believe this coffee is not even working. You guys are so fucking tired. Um, I don't know. Like I, that was around the time my, Oh yeah. Okay. So, that last relapse I came clean on. During that relapse, I showed up to my DUI class high again. And I was awkward. I was spilling. Like there was like, it was supposed to be a party and there was food there and it was supposed to be fun. And I'm just like, oh, just not handling myself well. And they pulled me out and they kicked me out. I was like, fuck. Like I, I was fucking freaking out because I knew that was going to go back to the courts. And I was going to get in trouble. And I was like, well, fuck. So I was like, just fucking, I was like, fuck. I was really high too on shooting up heroin and meth. So I'm just racing down this back road, speeding, like swerving, almost crashing, like fucking screaming. Like, ah, it was bad, dude. It was so fucked. And uh, so 
I somehow managed to get home and not tell my parents. And uh, I just stopped going because I got kicked out. I had to wait for it to get shit in the mail. And thus, I neglected to like take care of uh, sign up for SWAP, the community service. And uh, I did the 20 NA meeting. So I finally did get a card and I fucking did all that. I mean, I was doing that, but... Uh, and I, and then I got clean, you know. I weaned myself off and got clean. I have a perfected wean. Everyone, fucking, you know, but weaned myself off, and now I'm clean. But then I'm like doing the podcast thing, right? And I'm just not taking care of my court shit because I was just like, dude, I have to focus on just just getting clean. Like I couldn't even focus on signing up for the shit, dude, because it was hard. I mean, it was hard, dude. I could have bought dope any time. Like, it's hard. Even, dude, even if you fucking delete and block your dealer on social media, you could just unblock him and re add him and be like, yeah, oh, dude, give him. And he's not going to care. Dude, do you think it's like, this is not like, you know, the 80s and 90s where you had a little black book of your dealer's phone numbers and you used a pay phone or, I mean, and even then, when you delete those numbers, you can, if you're in New York, you'd go to like the corner and you could just, they're just selling it out of a fucking dope house all day. You know, like remember that movie Sid and Nancy where it was such a shit movie, but they were buying dope and the, it was like at, at, a, at a fucking like second store, third story and they had to bring it down by the fucking string. <laughs> they, they'd put the string down, they'd give the money and they'd pull up the string and then they'd pull up the, the string down with the little basket again and give them the dope. Like people do that shit, dude. So even if you delete contacts, dude, they're, they're, dude it's, it's so <clears throat> easy to sniff out dope. Like, so I was like, it's it, you don't need a phone. You don't need anything. It's, it's easy. You can get it anywhere. You can be homeless, no phone. You can still get dope. It's it's so easy to get. It's that fucked up. I had my phone shut off. I refused to pay my phone bill when I was doing my podcast. I didn't even pay my phone bill because I was like, dude, I don't need a phone right now. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm not gonna pay. Even if I had money, I'd buy a. Uh, vape stuff or stuff or like or when I was you know first weaning like you know kratom and you know I I, I used kratom and cannabis to like help myself wean obviously I don't do that now because you know I get I, even if I wanted to um I get drug tested I mean I think weed would be nice to do but yeah it's the hardest thing to get out of your fucking system it's fat soluble so it sticks to your body I mean I have low fat I'm skinny as fuck but it would still probably take me a while to get it out of my system. And that's the thing is drug tests like that. Because of that, it's like drug testing almost encourages people to do harder drugs. Because they can know they could flush it out in a couple days rather than a couple weeks. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. I'm doing the podcast. I'm neglecting these these this court thing. And then the holidays come up. I deal with the holidays and all this crazy shit. You know, I've been podcasting. You've been kind of, I've been kind of chronologicalizing. That's a fucking word in my life through this podcast through that whole time but that whole time you guys kind of probably didn't know neglect i just was like fuck i can't handle this court shit right now all i can handle is staying away from dope man and and i did but then you know towards the end of christmas or right not even towards the end of christmas like right like before christmas i'm getting a call from my attorney last minute and he's like yeah you know the attorney's like <laughs> i think i even recorded oh no i didn't record i didn't record all of it but I was trying to vlog it, but 
I was like, I'm going to vlog my whole court battle. But it was, I do this. Vlogging's hard, dude. I got to, dude, that's a lot. That would have been a nice vlog, but you know, so I was like, dude, I fuck this. I just gotta focus on one thing, staying out of jail. And my uh because my attorney calls me and he's like, Yeah, uh, you know, I uh, spoke with the judge and he's not happy. He heard about you uh I guess getting kicked out of uh, you know, DUI class for being high and that's a, uh, could be a violation and blah 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 blah. And uh he's like, Yeah, you have court in uh five days and it's the day after Christmas. So I was like, Oh fuck. I have court the day after Christmas. At least I got to spe- I mean, at least they gave me Christmas before I possibly have to turn myself into jail, right? I'm like, fuck, what do I do? Fuck. So uh I'm like, and, and so I'm talking with him and he's like, yeah, we got to get you all these paper. You got to like, do you have your NA card? I was like, yeah, I got my NA card. So I was like, he's like, all right, I need to get the NA card. Show him the NA. At least you got the NA card and, uh, blah, 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 blah. And, um, we'll get all these papers. And, um, I talked to my therapist and he was even offering to, uh, send a letter, you know, cause he was testing me and I was clean, you know, just showed up, show that I was clean, you know, whatever. So, <sighs> Um, I'm gearing up, right? I'm like, fuck, fuck. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And um, I was just like, fucking. I, I mean, I was just like, while I'm dealing with Christmas shit, you know, presents and I, yeah, my my sister Amy uh, uh, couldn't make it uh, from New York, so uh, she shipped all these fucking presents and and she uh. uh you know, I was like, I'll pay you to wrap them, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool. And so, um, uh, I was just, but, but dude, you said so many fucking presents. So, like, I'm dealing with, like, you know, that Amazon fucking commercial? Like, there's a mountain of these singing Amazon boxes. And, like, I break them all down. And I have to wrap all these presents. And then I'm, like, trying to get a hold of her. I'm like, well, whose presents are for which person? And I'm just like, so I'm dealing with that. And I'm dealing with my fucking court case. And I'm dealing with my dad. My dad's such a fucking egg. I need you to hang the gold ornaments on the fucking Christmas tree. I need you to fucking do this. I need to help you put the light. I'm like, fuck, dude, don't you know I have a... Oh. I have all this shit. Ah, I was going crazy. I was going fuck. <laughs> I was going crazy, dude. I was losing my mind. You know, and you know, my fucking uh uh my therapist wanted to beta test like Adderall on me, and then I fucking and my parents were like, I guess you should try it, because you know, I have ADHD. And so I try they gave me 20. And I fucking try them, and they hurt my stomach so bad when I ate them. I didn't even feel high off of them. They were like small, but like I didn't feel they hurt. They they just hurt like my gut. Like I was just like, fuck this, dude. I was just keeled over in my bed just with my gut hurting. Like I guess like someone who, who had his colitis would have or, you know, like fuck that, dude. So then I was dealing with that and it was giving me anxiety. And I was like, I, th- I don't even think the Adderall's giving me anxiety. I think the fact that I had a court case in five days, and I already know the judge isn't happy at me, and my fucking judge, or my, my the judge isn't happy with me. The fucking attorney is sounding nervous. And I have a fucking fuckload of papers I need to get, uh, you know, 
uh, to fucking show this or that. So I so I was like, okay, well let's let's remedy the situation. I was like, I have a paper sewing that I can, uh, from them saying I can re-enroll into the DUI program, and he was like, okay, that's good, that's good. So I you know I brought all this. I, I don't even remember it was. I had to bring that. I had to bring like this. I had to bring all this other paper. It just it gets so fucking convoluted and fucking. So I just brought all this paper. I had a mountain of papers. I just went through all my mail and got different court papers, different this, this, and that, just to like you know to please the fucking judicial system. If you've been in the court system as much as I have, you know that the only way you can show any kind of character of yourself is through legal paperwork. You know? It's never word of mouth. So it was like, fuck, okay, all right. So I did that, and so I'm. Uh, my dad and I are driving down to Santa Barbara. I'm wearing my suit. I'm all clean. I'm looking nice. You know, I'm still looking through my papers, finding up paperwork for them in the car, driving to Santa Maria after Christmas. Oh, and Christmas was great, by the way. I had a great Christmas. I had a wonderful Christmas. I got, for Christmas, I got, oh my God. Uh, I'm looking at it right now behind me. It's a giant, it's a fucking huge JBL Bluetooth, uh, portable Bluetooth speaker. But it's like the biggest one. It's like the JBL Extreme. And it's fucking, it's like, like football, bigger than a football almost. And it's heavy, dude. It's like the biggest one. So it's like, is it really a portable Bluetooth speaker? Because it's big. But I, I wanted it big because I was like, dude, I want to see how fucking, how fat it slaps on the bass. And I, um, I had a, I was using my, borrowing my mom's portable Bluetooth speaker. And I think my uh, old dope dealer fucking stole it out of my room one day when he came over. Fucking piece of shit. Tweakers like to steal little things like that. It was a $40 one shit, but you know, I'll, I'll fucking pay her back for it. But I was like, fuck, I want a Bluetooth speaker. So then I, I don't know if I told the story, but then there was this. Other fucking time where this fucking old acquaintance who used to buy dope off me but has a, you know, went to the methadone program or something, was trying to sell me his JBL speaker. And I was like, oh, that's sick. And he was trying to sell it to me. And uh, I didn't have any money for any effort at the time. But it was it was about the same. I think it might have been the size smaller than one I have now. Or it was the same size. It was just a different color. But he wanted to sell it for 50 bucks. And... Uh, He's like, it's, it's a gift from my mom. I was like, sure it was. I probably stole that shit. <laughs> anyway, I was like, yeah, yeah, I want it because I wanted one. I just didn't have the money. I had all these fucking fees and court things I had to pay. So, But uh, he was in the methadone program and his, he missed his dose. And his dose wasn't holding him as it was. <clears throat> and he missed his dose for the day. And then when you, when you miss the going to the methadone clinic, they're closed. There ain't no one there to give you your fucking dose until the next day. So you're going to be sick. So he was just texting me and texting me, like lowering the price. I even told my friend, I told her, I was like, dude, I was like, I know. I was like, I don't have the money to buy it, but I know because I'm not going to fucking hit him back up. He's going to keep lowering the price because he's going to get sicker and sicker. And he did. He got sicker and sicker. And he's like, all right, 30, 40, man. I'll, I'll do it for 40 if you do it right now. I was like, dude, I'm trying to get the money, dude. I'm trying to get the money. I was like, even though I was just being lazy about it, I was a fucking... I was like, kind of still like, you know, lazy, going through pause or whatever. I didn't have energy. I was fucking getting off heroin. But then, like, yeah, a couple hours later, yeah, I'll, do it. So, I'll sell it for 30, but you got to do it right now. <laughs> I was like, dude. But, yeah, I never got it. 
and I just asked for one for Christmas, and I got an even better one. And it's fucking sick, dude. This, I, I shouldn't. I mean, Nod Squad's about drugs, and it shouldn't be about uh, Bluetooth speakers. I'm just, but dude, I'm talking about my life, dude. This, it, it's got like two little fucking subwoofers on the side, and like, it's it's small. For I mean, it's a port. I mean, it's small as in like you know, JBL makes fat fucking speakers. But this is the big, I mean, for a portable speaker, this thing's big. But for being a portable Bluetooth speaker, this thing's fucking so loud. It's so loud. And it slaps on the bass for, it's the best. This JBL, and, and I'm not sponsored by JBL. I, there's a lot of good speaker companies. I like Alpine for, you know, car audio. Uh, I had a kicker. Like fucking, not even a twelve. I had, I had like one fifteen-inch kicker sub in my trunk once. You know, like they're they're all a lot of good, but but I I say as far as portable, as far as portable Bluetooth speakers go, JBL is the best fuckers in that game, because they've been making speakers. They got they got some of the best fucking speakers out there right now, of all kinds, but. They got on. They got. They hopped on the Bluetooth speaker game, and then, you know, I know Beats by Dre has that little bullet, and all the rappers who are sponsored by them fucking sport their little Bluetooth bullet speaker. Yeah, that little thing is cool, and and I'm sure it might sound good, you know. But even though you know, I'm sure I can talk shit about Beats by Dre now that Dre sold off his, you know, whatever he doesn't own anymore. He sold it for a bajillion dollars. The richest rapper alive, fucking genius, dude. Dre's a genius. Bow down to him. But Beats by Dre headphones and Bullet Beats, Beats by head, Beats by Dre headphones fucking suck. Okay, let me just say that right now. You want to get some good headphones? You get some Sennheisers. And if you want some really good fucking headphones, you can buy some like three, four thousand dollar ones. Beats, but Sennheisers are the same price as Beats by Dre. I'm wearing some right now, and they're a million times better. Beats by Dre are shit. So they're bullet, Bluetooth, eh, whatever. But this JBL, fuck, I've been talking about it for too long. Anyway, that's what I got for Christmas. So yeah, it was a fucking awesome Christmas. And I had fun seeing my family. <clears throat> but I knew it was going to be challenging because of another reason, but we'll get into that later. Court. I'm driving down to court now, right? I'm going to court and my, and my dad's driving and I'm fucking, I'm not even in my suit yet because I was like, dude, I don't want to wear my suit in the car and get it all crinkled. You know, I'm going to fucking change when we get there. So I'm wearing, you know, comfortable clothes, looking all, get all my paperwork, looking all nice. And then I get down there, change in the back, get in my suit. I'm looking fly. A $500 suit tailored to my body, you know. And I got this suit when I was fucking going battling in and out of court when I was for those dispensary charges in LA when I did uh, 65 days. So it's my court suit, you know? I wear it for court, and it's, and it's a fucking nice suit. And you can tell when someone is in court and they have a, a nice suit on or they don't have a nice suit on. And usually when they don't have a nice suit on, it's like not tailored to their body. You know, and so it's like, you know, it's like you could tell that you borrowed that suit from your uncle and it's all baggy and it just doesn't fit. And it's like, why? What the? F I mean, at least you're wearing a suit, 
but that suit you you don't know anything about suits <laughs> i and dude i'm a junkie so i shouldn't know anything about suits but i went to you know a nice fucking yeah at one point in my life when i was making good money i fucking went to like you know a nice suit place fuck where like a men's warehouse or whatever the fuck got it tailored i don't even think yeah and i think it was in pasadena and it was dude this suit's fly as fuck and it's my i only have one but it's five hundred dollars. So I could just say, "Hey, it's five hundred dollars. Fuck off." And I got a nice pair of shoes. So if I show up with a and I have a thin black Reservoir dog style tie, I don't like the fat fucking ties. I wear the thin black Reservoir. I look like I'm in the fucking Beatles. Like when I wear that suit, people say that they do. Okay, I'm not lying. <laughs> anyway, so I change into this suit. And we're walking in the walking in this courthouse, and this courthouse is weird, dude. Santa Barbara courthouse is weird. It's small, uh, and it's weird. It's like there's this like weird terrace in the middle with a, <clears throat> a sky, uh, you know, sky rise uh, uh, ceiling. It's glass. You can see the sky and shit. Like it almost looks like you're outside. It's weird. Fuck. And uh, so I'm like, all right. And then we're waiting for my attorney to get there. And so uh, we get there and uh, we're early and we're like the only ones there. Us and like one other person. It was like empty. I was like, wow, what the fuck, dude? What's up with this courthouse, you know? San Luis Obispo, this place is packed in the morning <laughs> with people fucking dealing with shit. But uh, anyway, so I get there and... By the grace of God, I'm not even subscribed to any organized religion, but God damn, guardian angel or something, God, Jesus, I don't know, blessed me with a miracle because of he, for some reason, I did not get the judge at, that was mad at me. The judge who was mad at me, I guess had to deal with some other case or something. I don't know. But I didn't get to see the judge who was pissed off at me. And instead of this probably old male, this old white male, disgruntled, angry at me judge who would probably would have, I don't know. Who, who could, who, who probably would have. I was preparing to turn myself into jail right then and there, you know, because I violated, I fucking didn't sign up for shit. I was just like, oh, I, I'm, I, all I, and all I was ready to do was be like, well, I could sign up for that shit right now and give me a week extension and it'll be all taken care of and, with, you know, have the proper paperwork. Not say it like that, obviously, you know, your honor. This is blah, 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 da, 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 da. And um, say, you know, you know, you have to have little court talk and shit. I can't talk in court like I talk here on the podcast, obviously. But I was ready to turn myself in. And I, I didn't know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, how much for a first violation? I was expecting 30 to 60 max. But I was expecting probably 30. Actually, probably 30 to 45 days. I was considering they would just give me the 30 to 45 days that I would have originally done for the for the DUI in the first place because they want to give me 45 days. So I thought, yeah, 30, 45 days most. Or maybe with a violation, 60, I don't know. With half, I don't know. And uh, 
So I was nervous. And you guys don't know this, but Santa Barbara jail sucks. Santa Barbara jail fucking sucks. I, 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 everyone tells me that they all serve, all their meals have soy. Nothing but soy. So all the fucking inmates start to grow tits, I guess. I don't know if that's real or not, but I, I, I mean, I'd imagine you eat so much soy and you're a male. That's got estrogen in it. You're growing boobs and a whole jail full of inmates all growing boobs. That could cause some fucking problems, you know? Some sexual tension, frustration, maybe some violence, or maybe they're all just playing with their own boobs. I mean, I would probably play with my own boobs. <sighs> anyway, so that's what I'm thinking about while I'm gearing up for court. But instead of getting that judge, I got a different judge. And I got a young, beautiful, I think... Asian nationality, young, beautiful Asian judge. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, wow. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. That's all I can say. So I was like, and so, I was, but I was just glad I, I was like, oh, cool. I didn't get the judges mad at me. She's going to be, you know, probably mad at me, but maybe she might not be as mad at me because the other judge sounded like he'd be madder at me. So, I and, and dude, the whole thing was a blur, but uh, I look over, and I get up, you know, the podium, you walk up to the podium, and I look over, and uh, I look at my attorney, and dude, I'm wearing a fucking better suit than my attorney. I'm dressed better than my attorney. I'm a fucking junkie. <laughs> I got a better suit on than my attorney, and I got a better haircut than my attorney, and I'm like, what the f... And my and I look over my attorney and, my, and the judge is asking my attorney questions, and you know my attorney is like stuttering because he kind of doesn't know the answers, and I do because I know what the fuck's going on in my fucking case. It's my fucking life. <laughs> I had to fucking take five days to do everything for it. So I'm like thinking, dude, no fuck this guy. I'm dressed better than him. I know more shit, and so I just interrupt my fucking attorney. And I start talking, and I'm like, I'm, I do, I don't do it as a dick and all hostile. I'm just like, Your Honor, Your Honor, actually, um, the, to correct that, uh, you know, it wasn't, um, I didn't get caught high. I, I had self-admitted that I was high. Um, just to, I just wanted to clarify that. And so then I started, you know, fucking mixing it up with the the judge, and because I, you know, the the, you know, I think the attorney turned to me and he's like, Yeah, yeah, you know more about this than me. Then if you want to say, you, you go ahead. And I was like, So then I took over. I don't need this fucking turn. I'm dressed better than him anyway. That fucking six-year-old, ten-year-old, $500 suit over here. Still tailored. Still clean as fuck. I only wear it to court. I wear it to drug court. And fucking people were like, I made everyone in drug court step their fucking suit game up because of me. Because I, I fucking, you know, dorkiest motherfucker. Outdressed all you. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, the, then they had to fucking outdress me and fucking get crazy with their ties. Off subject. So, yeah, dude, uh, I just took over and I'm I'm talking to the judge and the, and and I'm talking to her super nice. I'm not trying to be like you know she's. 
fucking gorgeous. But I'm not, you know, talking all sexy. Dude, I'm being respectful. I'm, I respect women, okay? So, you know, I got three older sisters. I'm the youngest. I know how to respect the whammons, okay? But uh, she's beautiful, what can I say? Uh, but I'd be like, yeah, Your Honor, you know, this is the situation. And, you know, I have, I have this paperwork here that shows that, um, you know, I'm eligible to, to re-enroll and I've been, I'm, I'm being willing to do that. And they go, well, why haven't you done that? And I was like, I've just been, you know, uh, working, um, earning the money to pay for the fee. And, um, but I, but I can do it this week. I was like, you know, your honor, I, I can get that done this week. Um, you know, if you let me, uh, and she was like, okay, well, I want you to do it. Blah, blah, blah. And she, she was being, she was, she was, she was fair, but firm with me. And I was like, yes, your honor. Yes. Yes, I will. I promise. I will do that. And she let me go. I just laugh at my excitement. She let me go. She let me go and gave me a week extension. So now I have court. I have to go back soon. And I, and that's why I've been having to do, like I've been having to rush around and I, I had to fucking, I had to uh, re-enroll in my DUI program and that cost fucking like 500 bucks. Oh, and I had to fucking pay like 600 bucks because my starter went out at Starbucks. So I had to walk home with my Starbucks. This is fucking crazy. So, yeah, I'm fucking just paying money out the wazoo that I barely have. I've been trying to fucking make money doing things here, doing things there. I fucking... I, I just make money any, I mean, in legal ways to make money. I'm not fucking doing illegal. I, I you know, I, I did uh, some beats for someone. I go, I did, I ghost wrote some fucking bars for this, this like fucking SoundCloud rapper. Cause I don't, I'm not, I'm too Caucasian to be a rapper ever, but I could, I, I can ghost write some bars and you would never, if they come out of the right rapper, you would never know that I fucking wrote that shit. They deliver it. They can deliver it better than I ever could. So, yeah. Go strike bars. Boom. Made a couple hundred here. I wanted to DJ shows. but Anyway, that's a fucking off topic. I, and then, you know, I did other shit. I worked fucking side jobs for my parents. Fucking doing all kinds of shit, dude. Like, or, or you know, for other people's family businesses that do jobs. Like, dude, it's... Not hard to make money, but I, it's all going to this. So, you know, I, I I couldn't imagine doing this and having to pay rent and having to pay for all this. Like, I'm glad I'm, you know, I'd paid like for, you know, a year's rent <laughs> before I moved here for my family and familia. But uh, that's, an, it's just so, yeah, that's why I haven't put out a podcast. And, uh, and then the whole New Year's thing happened, and uh, I didn't even know what the fuck I was going to do for New Year's, but the, I knew, because the thing was, the um, the whole uh, sleep paralysis um, night terror fucking thing, that didn't happen on the New Year's Day. It happened like a day or two before, and I was just like seeing if it would get better, and it just it was just very swollen. I was like, what the fuck? I think it happened the day before. And then the next day I was like, dude, this thing's not good. I, I was like, I think I was like that night, that night I, I was like, dude, I might literally have to walk to the fucking ER 
because you know my license was suspended. I was like, I don't want to fucking drive, and I it would hurt. It was going to hurt too much to drive. So I was like, dude, I, I might have to walk to the ER <laughs> at two a.m. I was like, fuck it, dude, it's cold. I don't give a fuck. This hurts. And somehow I finally managed to fall asleep. And then I went. Uh, I was like, fuck, dude, what do I do with this arm? And then that that day, I was, or that later that day, I think towards the night, I was like, fuck, I. I was like, fuck this, dude. And I just went. They gave me ibuprofen. Whew. And then I, yeah, so whatever, dude. Fuck. Now it's better. And um, yeah, I have to, tomorrow, I have to sign up for swap in the morning. It's the last day. It's the deadline. I have to sign up for swap tomorrow. I was supposed to go today, but uh hmm. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, it was like a 10 page fucking application. And in a bunch of it, it was like, do you have an injury? And when I fucking filled it out the first time, I didn't have an injury. Now my arm is in a sling, you know, but I'm wearing, I'm having, I'm needing to wear, not need to wear the sling as much now. Anyway, guys. Yeah. That's the whole, I get, that was a really detailed. I don't think I get that detail in my court case. Uh, fuck my life, so. This is the most fucking unprofessional podcast ever. But I think there's some good bits in it. And, oh, and an, uh, another thing I forgot to mention. Fuck, dude. Okay, now I got to talk about this. There's This is another reason why I haven't put out an episode. This is one of the main reasons I haven't put out a fucking episode, okay? Uh, I was going to release my co-host on the run episode, right? And that episode, it's one from the vaults, and it's one where um, my co-host Ryan, he's on the run from probation, He's on the run from drug court. He's just stopped showing up. He's relapsed. He's strung out. Strung the fuck out on goofballs, meth and heroin. And, you know, who knows what else. Um, but mainly meth and heroin. Uh, and he's on the run. He's hiding in a secret location because he doesn't want probation to find him and take him to jail. And he's in this weird place in his life and it's just fucking crazy. And I was like, you know... Seeing, hanging out with him, spending time with him, I was like, dude, trying to help him. Like, I didn't know what, how, I didn't really know how to help him, but I was trying to, you know, just be there for him as a friend because I wasn't gonna, I was still in drug court too. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna fucking, you know, relapse because I, I already had close calls, you know, or fucking Kratom and fucking, you know, I was fucking running out of fucking chances there. So, but I was like, dude, I'm gonna be there for my friend. I don't give a fuck if it triggers me. I, I'll watch. You know, I, I was in the program watching people shoot up in front of me and I was just like, dude, fuck, dude. You know, I wish I could do that, but I can't. And, you know, I guess I shouldn't be around that. But, dude, I don't know. I was just, I'm trying to be there for my friends and sometimes I get overwhelmed with it. But, because uh, <laughs> then people ask me for like crazy shit. Like, uh, but I try to be there as much as I can. But anyway, but especially for Ryan. Ryan's my Ryan's my best fucking friend. Like, so, like, out of anybody, I'm there for him. Bo rock bottom, dude. 
He's my best fucking friend. Like, best fucking friend. So, yes, I'm going to be there for him. Especially especially when he's fucking relapsed and strung out. I, I'm worried. I was worried about him. I didn't want him to fucking die. I was really worried about him. And I'm so glad we both got clean now with all this fentanyl that's running through this fucking this city and the state right now. It's so scary right now. It, it, I, I, and I'll do a whole other podcast getting into that. Uh, there, I just do, 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 I know for a fact. Trust me. I saw, I walked in on it. I walked in on it. I accidentally walked in to a wrong friend's house just to say what's up. And I saw cocaine and fentanyl. And I didn't even know it was fentanyl. I thought it was all cocaine when I left. And then I was like, dude, that was a lot of cocaine. And he was like, no, that, that, that other bag was all pure fentanyl. That's why. And he was like, that's why he told the other guy, don't mix it up. We don't want to mix this shit up. What the fuck? And then I'm hearing about all these fucking sober living sessing dirty for fentanyl. And then I'm hearing about other people that like dope dealers, people who sell heroin that they have fentanyl. So it's around a lot more than it used to be. So of course it's going to fuck that anyway. But I do this episode, but, but the thing is, Every time I record an episode, I have to re-listen to the whole fucking thing and cut out little bits and pieces that shouldn't be on the air. Like cut out names. This 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 on the run episode was three and a half fucking hours, dude. Three and a half fucking hours. I had to listen, like paying close attention. I have ADD, I get distracted. It's hard for me to pay three and a half hours. So it took me a long, it was taking me a long time. And at one point, this is the thing why I had to spend the most time editing this. I'm not even done editing it. I gave up for a second because, um, at one point during the, the phone interview, because in this podcast episode that I do with him, I'm at, in my house, but I'm interviewing him over the phone. And at one point he's, Oh, I'm talking on the phone and he's like, I, I got to do a shot. So I'm like, Ugh. I was like, okay, we'll do a shot. If that's going to help you get through the podcast, make it good content, I guess. I mean, I'm not with him. So I'm like, I, I was triggered. I mean, I was definitely triggered, but I was laughing it off, you know, the fucking uncomfortable laugh. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like. Oh my God, this, you're fucking, sh uh, this is like giggling. Like you're, you're, sh you're cooking up on the, my podcast right now, Ryan. What the, f this is our podcast. You're cooking up on the, our podcast to shoot up. Oh my God. You know? So he, we're narrating through him cooking it up. And I am like talking detailed about, you know, you know, I think I said at one point, like, the mushroom red, crimson mushroom red cloud of blood that fucking fills in the fucking rig. And, was, and right when he was doing it, and then he fucking, you know, did a countdown, and he was just like, ah, right when he felt the rush. That's triggering as fuck. Like, that's... So then, I was like, fuck, dude. I was so, like, torn. Like, 
do I include this part? Do I include this part in the podcast? Or do I cut out this little 10-minute snippet where he cooks up and shoots up? Do I leave that in or do I cut that out? Fuck, dude. I was so fucking torn, dude. I was like, what do I do? And then I started editing. I wanted to edit it more because, you know, after I get off the phone with him, I think I talk for like 30 minutes about my life. And I, and there's things in there I didn't want revealed. So I had to cut that out. It just took so much time. But then at the same time, I was like, dude, fuck. And then I got in stuck in my own head, man. And I was just thinking like, I was so torn between the whole podcast, like whether I should keep doing it or just delete every episode and fuck it all off. Because I was like, dude, am I doing more harm than good? Am I doing more harm than good right now? I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing more harm than good. And, 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 I don't want to do more harm than good. I don't want to be a podcast that encourages people to relapse and then die. If a part of my podcast triggered them to want to do dope. I mean, it's not cool to do dope. I mean, I... uh, Even if you're going to do drugs out there, kids, anyone listening, if you're going to do drugs, just don't fucking do heroin please and don't do the needles i don't i don't give a fuck like i and i'm not even gonna fucking judge you if you do or or look down on you i'll just it's just gonna make me sad dude if you do it's just gonna make me sad if and and not even disappointed because you know i did the same shit dude like I can't get mad at kids for doing that, but just, I just would so rather you guys didn't out there. Just don't do, don't go to the needle. And I don't want, I would rather you guys not want to feel the need to do any drugs in the first place. But me saying don't do drugs isn't going to stop kids from doing drugs. You stupid, anyone listening who's like a fucking politician or a cop or normie ass person, just say no. That shit don't work, homeboy. And it's not going to work if I do it. It's not going to work if... I mean, if we all do it. If every single one of us was like, don't do drugs, don't do drugs, don't do drugs. You, there's, and there's still fucking as much fucking flow of drugs in this country. And Dude, you're fucking kidding me? I don't know. I mean, yeah, the rap... And, that you know, I need to do a whole fucking video about, yeah, the music industry influencing drugs. But it's like, dude... What the fuck, dude? It's hard. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, this this is not squad. I'm peeling the curtain back on my life and my lives of my friends, dude. And I'm showing you all how bad the drug problem is in America. In the fucking world. But, I mean, mainly America. Because we fucking consume pro- probably the most drugs in the world, dude. It's fucked up here. Uh... And yeah, I have crazy stories, right? Cool. And people might listen to my stories and be like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Wow. And get entertainment out of that. But I'm not telling you to do that shit. I'm not saying that's cool. (laughs) I'm saying I did that. Wow, that was a fucking mistake. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't need to do that anymore. 
Because look what happens. You go to jail. All this bad shit happens to you. You uh, strain relationships with family members and people you love and people who would be there for you forever. And then maybe someday you fuck up so many times and they just give up on you. They're like, I give up, dude. I helped you so many times and you keep fucking up. And then you lose that. Excuse me. So no, I'm not. When I tell these stories, I fuck like I don't know how many times I should say it. For people to, because I, I I always have that paranoia in the back of my head. It's like when I, especially when I listen to that episode and he's shooting up on the fucking, because it triggered me live when I when it happened, and it triggered me listening to it in post, <laughs> and and then I had to talk with Ryan about it, and it's hard to get a hold of him. He's in a rehab right now, but when I talked to him, I was like, "Dude, you, I'm gonna upload this episode. Do you want me to upload this episode?" And he was like, yeah, dude, fuck yeah. I want to listen to the whole thing. And I was like, well, dude, I, I got to cut out a lot of shit. I don't know, dude. I don't know what the fuck. And he was like, yeah, dude, I don't know, dude. Uh, cause, um, and then we, and then I finally got on the phone with him and we had this big, long conversation about, cause he's my co-host. He's 50, 50 in it with me, dude. You know, we don't make a dime off this, but whatever we fucking achieve with this he's in it with me i don't care if he's in rehab and i don't care if it's just me right now and i'm glad if you guys listen and you like it right now dude and this is just half of it right now it's just half wait till he gets out so but then but at the same time that whole episode fucked me up and i was like dude i don't know dude i don't know if i should fucking do this dude so now i'm back and I had to upload an episode explaining all that. That's where I was in my life and in my sobriety and my recovery. And I'm like, fuck, dude. And I was like, dude, I got to work on myself. I was like, dude, this, all this is going on. Like, I had got so overwhelmed. I, I was like, I'm fucking, I don't even know about what, about Nod Squad because of this whole fucking episode totally just fucked me. And then I got issues going on. My court case and fucking holidays and family. Oh, and mind you, I, you know, my second relapse, I didn't even talk about that. Like, and the whole reasoning behind that, like, because, you know, well, my first relapse was my overdose. And then now I got, wow, now I got to talk about this. Now I got to talk about this. Dude, this is everything I wanted to talk about, you guys. I'm getting it all out. This is another big thing. This is going to be a long-ass podcast, and I'm sorry, but fuck it, dude. I got to get this out, too. This was therapeutic for Josh, but this is therapeutic for me, too. I, I, If anyone listens to this, fuck, I hope you guys are, hear this part, too, because this helps me. But uh, and, and, and I hope by me getting this personal, it helps someone out there. <sighs> Fuck, this is going to be hard to talk about. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> okay. Oh, and, you know, I mean, I may have mentioned it before, but throughout this whole holiday season, after Thanksgiving, uh, lead up to Christmas, just bad shit had been happening left and right to, to my friends in N.A. You know, that my, fr my friend J.P., um fucking he went to prison for this whole uh, I, I I guess I had said before that he had shot at cops and uh, uh, was looking at life and he had uh, you know 
update with that. I guess I'll get into that more later. Or should I get into that right now? Fuck, dude. There's so much to talk about. It's been three weeks. It's been three fucking weeks. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. This is going to be a long one, then. Fuck it, you guys. I hope you're in for the fucking long haul, dude. I got three weeks of catching up to do. I'm just going to get this one out there and 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 get that part, get all this done and get out of the way so I can get other podcasts done. Because, fuck, dude, I can't. I don't know what to say, dude. There's just, there's a lot to talk about that's been on my mind. And there's a lot of reasoning why I, I, it took me this long to upload an episode. Because I feel bad, dude. Fuck, dude. I wanted to get episodes out and I know people were like, what the fuck is up with him? Is he is he high again or what? No, and I was just like, no, dude, I just got overwhelmed with too much shit. And I had to take a break from the podcast because I had to handle my life. And, you know, I'm 30 fucking days clean and I have to get off Facebook and social media because I have this court case and I have to now that I'm clean and no, I don't have fucking, you know, physical withdrawals. I have to literally fucking fix my life and I have to do it in five days so I don't go to jail. Like, fuck, you know, like, of course I'm going to get off my phone or do whatever it takes. But at the same time, throughout this whole thing, uh, even before my 30 days, uh, one of my friends hits me up. He's about to get his two-year chip. And so he's like, oh, let's go to a meeting because he knows I was struggling. So he picks me up, drives me to a meeting. He gets a two-year chip. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know, uh, Before we go, we go to like Taco Bell or somewhere in Starbucks and uh, get Taco Bell and then get coffee because uh, any coffee usually tastes like shit. So I like to bring my own, but I'll drink any coffee. I'm not fucking, but he, he tells me like, yeah, this fucking, uh, one of our friends, he fucking, uh, he went out and, uh, he fucking relapsed and then he started doing all this crazy shit and, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and everyone in a, I guess was talking about it when we went to that meeting talking about him looking at life sentence. And apparently this, I mean, this guy's name is JP. Uh, I mean, it's out there. Everybody already knows. So it's not like dry snitching, dude. This is fucking facts. Everybody already knows. This is old news. But, uh, oh, and uh, I have a friend who dated him while this was all happening. So then I find out and I call her and catch up with her because we kind of had a falling out. It was my fault. I was kind of like being a fucking selfish dickhead when I was in my relapsing phase. And then we didn't talk for a while, but we're, we're cool now. And anyway, I called her and she told me all this crazy shit, more details about it. But like, uh, you know, what everyone thought or what the cops were charging him with was was shooting at another cop. Because he was all methed out doing all this crazy shit while he's dating my friend, mind you. You know, he's going back up to Bakersfield and, like, hanging out with his fucking ex and shit. And then I guess he was, you know, hanging out with my friend and, like, trying to put all this counterfeit money in an ATM. And they took took their picture and shit or so. I don't even fucking know. I'm like, what the fuck are you dating these dudes? Anyway, but he was clean for a long time. But as soon as he goes out, meth, does meth, loses his mind. Starts getting all this crazy shit that he shouldn't be, like illegal shit, criminal shit he shouldn't be getting into. 
So anyway, uh, his dope pad or wherever he was at got raided. Wherever he was hanging out got raided in Bakersfield. And I guess he had a gun, but it had fallen out of his pocket. Uh, and a cop had tackled him. A cop tackled him. And um, another cop shot him. And it went, the bullet hit JP, it went through his shoulder, and the bullet hit the cop behind him that was tackling him. But they tried to spin it, I guess, and charge him with shooting at a cop. Uh, so he bailed himself out. Now he's got a very, very lengthy court case he's facing. But when I talked about it earlier in Podcast Gone By, I don't know if I even uploaded those podcasts talking about it I did a, a vlog video about it but I from what I had heard was that he had shot at cops back and they were charging him with you know some serious shit like you know one of them's in critical condition but from what he's saying he didn't shoot at the cops he's saying that the cop shot him and the bullet went through him and hit the the cop that tackled him. I don't know the truth. I wasn't fucking there, but I know we'll find out more details when this court little battle continues, I guess, but he's going to be in it. That's going to be a fucking expensive court battle, dude. Fuck. And then at the same time, I've had other friends that have worked, have been, you know, clean for two years, fall out, now they're fucking back on drugs, strung out on the streets, you know. Uh, oh, my ex-girlfriend, Lindsay, uh, texted me for the first time in like months, 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 months. And that was fucking depressing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was fucking so depressing because she's strung out right now. She, she texted me on a friend's phone. She doesn't even have a phone. And I'm blocked on her social. I'm blocked. We're blocked. Uh, we blocked each other. Or I've either blocked her or she's blocked me on every social media we are on. <laughs> so I was like, there's no getting a hold of this person. Uh, because she fucking hurt me so many times. And I just was like, I can't take it anymore. I can't. I, can fu I couldn't fucking take it anymore, dude. Like, I was just like... What am I, a fucking, like, do I get off on pain? Like, emotional, traumatic pain or something? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, I, like, I was like, dude, I was like, I have to cut ties with you because you just fucking, you took, you already, I gave you a piece of my heart, and you stomp, you just keep stomping on it in front of me. I just don't wish to watch that anymore. Like, so if you want to do that, I'm going to fucking turn my direction and vision over here where there's some beautiful scenery and not just this shot of you like cr crushing my soul. <laughs> and I know she doesn't mean to do it. I fucking know she doesn't mean to do it. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I don't know if it's her mental illness or what, but she knows my buttons because she and I were madly in love with each other. And I still have love for Lindsay. I still will always have love for her, but it's like, I'm not gonna, I, I'm just like, I've, I've, I've moved on, I guess. Like, I, I, I want to be in her life as a fucking really good friend, 
but I can't. And I and uh, and and she's strung out in o- in Ohio somewhere. I I mean probably Youngstown. I don't know what the fuck. <sighs> Some crazy shit goes down in that fucking dumbass fucking t- state. People fucking dude. I ordered her and the f- one of her friends pizza once. You know, just like whatever, you know, I was in California, she's in Ohio and her, that friend ended up like hiding and like trying to get rid of a body and got caught and is in jail for life and shit like, or for, for a long time, dude, that's a, so, you know, they get into some weird, crazy shit in that state, dude, (laughs) they don't fuck around, you know, I mean, yeah, California gangster, whatever, but Ohio fucking are crazy fucks, dude, (laughs) crazy fucks. But so anyway, I'm just worried about her now. Now I'm dealing with this too, out of top of all these other things. And so I, it was just like, you know, 15, 20 minute text back and forth. But, you know, and then she was like, I got to go because it was her friend's phone. But I was just like, look, I'm sorry for being an asshole. I'm sorry for all the fucked up things I did. And I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, you know, for hurting you. And, and I forgive you for everything, you know. Because obviously if you say you're sorry, you're, you're also you know, like, want to be forgive for you know, it's you're always going to be forgive forgiving of like you know fucking what they did to you and she's like I already forgave you a long time ago and I was like well I really hope you're doing better because I just got out of the ER I told her about my ER and she said what you oh did you overdose and I was like like no I was like I've been like clean for 34 35 days and um and and then she had to go and then I made a post on Facebook and I was like, fuck Lindsay, wherever you are, just please don't fucking die, dude. Like, and I just, I'm scared that she's going to, I'm scared she's going to fucking die this year. If she doesn't fuck, I, I, I want, I hope she goes to jail, dude. Like, I just hope she goes back to jail because that's the only fucking way I know she's like safe. Honestly. And I fucking tried to help her so many fucking times. And it... And she's got some fucking trauma, dude. Like, that's why there's... A lot of the girl... The female addicts I meet, they tell me about... The traumas. And I guess they do it... I don't know why. I'm like, people fucking love talking to me. I guess I should be a therapist. Well, it's weird, dude. Oh, fuck. And, um, I don't know, dude. It just, yeah, she cheated on me a million times, dude. Like, but I don't, like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't wish death on her. Like, I don't, I don't wish that pain on her. I don't wish that pain on anyone. I don't care how bad they hurt me. Just it just makes me fucking sad, dude, and mad that not at her, but mad at the situation, and mad that there's nothing I can do. And it's funny because that's seg me like a good segue into the reason why, you know, I had to talk about this too, which is like, you know, and then my I, I had this, you know, I was on bad terms with my my youngest sister Amber because she had, you know, snitched me out to my parents about my overdose and she told my parents about my whole overdose when I talked to her in confidence uh, 
and I talked to her in confidence and and I was opening up and and putting myself out there in a vulnerable position in a vulnerable situation because I trusted her not to say anything to anyone just so I could talk to her because we were getting into this argument I don't even know if I want to talk about why but she was frustrated about you know my past drug use and my parents concern about it and the way it wasn't even her message it was her delivery and the tone of her voice and the energy and the frustration and I'm trying to talk to her calmly and and, and she's just like so frustrated that there's like nothing that she could do to to stop me with you know from relapsing or from what my addiction or whatever but she I guess she I guess well, she did that out of love because she thought it would help but I had like almost 30 I had like 30 days clean since that whole narcan thing I had like 30 days clean so I got so upset when I found out she told my mom and dad about my relapse because I was like I'm already fucking clean what did you think snitching to my mom and dad were our mom and dad were gonna do did you think that was gonna keep me cleaner I'm already 30 days clean I'm clean now I'm not did so you so you fucking like causing problems with mom my mom and our mom and dad is what gonna help me stay clean when I'm already clean Dude, what the fuck is going on? You know? I got so fucking upset, you guys. So fucking upset. Like, I felt so much betrayal from that, you know? And, uh, because, it, and it was just so absurd to me. It's like, all right, so I have to work on my impulsive behaviors I when I'm impulsive I, I use drugs right that's my impulse but so but you or no one else in this family should be working on their impulsive behaviors like acting out when you hear some some crazy news from your sibling and you you not even telling them you're gonna like she didn't even fucking tell me oh I'm gonna tell mom and dad she didn't say that she didn't say anything and then she snitched me out she wouldn't. I was like, you're not even gonna fucking sit on it. You're not even gonna sit and wait, think about that. Think about the implications of of where this is gonna take our relationship now. Because I can't trust you for shit now. You know what I'm saying? And now when I talk to you or when I think I'm gonna be around you, I get anxiety. I get a craving to use, and I can't even say that. Because when I try to, fucking someone, like, I won't say who in my family, will be like, well, that's not, you're just making excuses, that's a cop-out. Okay, cool. So, I just have to be uncomfortable and get a craving and talk to someone. Fucking great. That's just great. So, that's where I was, right? Mentally. So, I was like, dude, I, I was talking to other people in my family, other sisters. Like, I can't fucking talk to her and I can't fucking be around her right now, even though I love her and I know she did it out of love, but she's not fucking looking at my point of view and looking at that, that she, that's, you can't fucking keep me clean. 
you know? Like, Amber, you can't, Amber, you can't fucking keep me clean. There's nothing you can do that will fucking keep me clean. And I'm sorry it's that way. I wish it wasn't that way. But you can, you can snitch me out to my parents. You can fucking throw a boulder on me. You can get me locked up in jail. I'll get out. You, I can fucking go right down the street and use, I can probably use in the fucking jail. I can probably find dope in the jail. You can't fucking keep me clean. I'm the only one that can keep me clean. I keep me clean. I kept me clean for 30 days already, and I was planning on continuing to keep me clean. So then, that last relapse that when I had come clean about, that almost wasn't even about getting high. It was almost a fucking political outcry and fucking protest against her whole narrative that she was somehow helping me, or she had thought that she somehow was helping me by snitching me out. When I was already fucking clean, so I was like, all right, you know what? You think that helped? You think that's going to work? I'll go get high right now. If that's what, if you th- you really thought you helped me? Oh yeah, pat yourself on the back. I'm going to go fucking do dope now. Just to show you that your little fucking, whatever, what you little, your little snitch game isn't working for shit. So please don't fucking try it again. That's why I relapsed last. And it wasn't right at all. It was fucking stupid. It was so stupid. Fuck, it was so fucking stupid. But I did it. I did it out of anger because I was like, all right, you want to be impulsive? I'll be impulsive too. I'll show you what your fucking little thing did. It got, I, I, and, I, and I wasn't even doing it to blame it on her. I wasn't doing it to be like, oh, look, you, eh, it's your fault. It's your fault I got high. No, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it for that. I was doing it because I didn't want her to think that, that by snitching her out that it helped. Because it didn't. It made my life harder. And I was already fucking clean. So I was like, great. And I had to get that off my fucking chest, dude. I know it's almost three hours. And uh, I'm going to make it, keep it at three hours. I got a, I got a sick-ass intro, you know. Already set up. So I just got to switch this over. But yeah, I, I had to get all, that off all, all off my chest. And I'm sorry if that took forever, you guys. I hope that's juicy personal content. And I hope out there someone gets some kind of something out of there, out of that. But that's where I was during the holidays. It was rough. It was one of the hardest holidays I've ever endured. But I, I somehow survived 2018. <laughs> so can I get a round of applause, please? Yes. Can I get a cheer? I survived the year. That was 2018. Thank you. Thank you, a thank you. And somehow my ex Lindsay survived, and I'm like, fuck yeah, we both survived. Uh, yeah, at least we both survived. But yeah, dude, a lot of sadness came with that too. And um, so now, oh yeah, and also, you know, my sister Amber, she didn't show up on Christmas Day. Uh, you know, I had Christmas with my rest of my family. It went great. I went to court. It went great. And then my sister came a day or two later, and I, I. I don't know, dude. I broke down and I just couldn't fucking, I could barely be around her. I could not, I couldn't interact with her. I just couldn't, dude. I don't know why. I was just so mad. And I just, there was so much built up fucking shit in me. I was just so mad. And I felt so betrayed. And I was like, fuck, dude. I can't fuck. I just can't be around her. I love her, but I can't 
do it right now, dude. So I kind of spent a lot of the time in my room, and I, I, I kind of, I, I really regret that because you know, she's fucking having a kid, and uh, I need to fucking be there for her. So, you know, that's another thing I have to do on my list this week after I get, you know, finish up with court. I have to call and reach out to my sister and apologize. I need to make up with her because that's what you do when you love someone. Even though I was super pissed at her. Um, so, yeah. That's the fucking podcast, you guys. Two hours and 59. Fuck yeah. Three hour podcast, dude. See, that's, you get this. That's what you guys get. I gave you, I should have given you an hour podcast every week. But since there was none for three weeks, I gave you one three hour podcast to. In meagle, meager, schmeagle, whatever the word is, attempts to make up for that. But it's 2.27 a.m. and I'm fucking tired. And I still have to fill out the swap application. Dude, it hurts my fucking hand. My hand's sprained. It hurts. And it's my writing hand. Thank God it's not my fucking jerking off hand. Because fuck, dude. Anyway, I'm fucking signing off, you guys. But, wow, I got, I got, I got, I got deep in that one. And I kind of switched it up. Usually I do the check-in with you guys first, and then I segue into an uh, interview. No, 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 not this time, guys. This time I do the interview first, and then I segue into the uh, personal shit and the catch-up. I thought I'd change it up. I don't know if it was sound, it was better or worse. I don't know if people are like, dude, okay, I heard the interview. He's talking about his dumb personal life. I got to turn off. Maybe it's better that way. I don't know. I got to go, though, because I'm done. And I don't care if you don't like the personal shit. It's, 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 I like it because it makes me feel good. It's therapeutic for me. So if you don't like it, I understand. I'm a fucking dumbass. But I'm sipping tea all year. You know what I'm doing? You guys want to fucking... You guys do drugs over there? You guys do drugs over there, over there? I'm over here, like that Kermit the Frog meme. Sipping tea all day. I don't give a fuck. You do you if you want, but be safe. But I'm doing me this year, and I'm doing it sober because fuck, dude. I cannot... I just don't work on the podcast, you know? If I ever get loaded... I guess. Fuck that, dude. So, I gotta go. I love you guys. I gotta get, um, I'm trying to get some big names on the show, so we'll talk about, I'll, we'll see about that more in the future. I gotta hit my social media marketing manager, Marcus. Let him know I'm not in jail. And I gotta get some fucking tweets out there. Gotta get my Twitter game out. I'll be on there right now. <laughs> Going to bed. I'm out. Be safe, peace, love, all the above. Chemicals, man. Chemicals, man. Chemicals, man. The fuck, the fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you.